0: Don't have to listen to that music every time, but yes, I like. Do. But I like listening to it, so mm-hmm. I always do.
1: Pull this that down a little it. bit.
2: Why does my microphone feel so high?
0: Because you, I don't know, because you're sitting low. You don't have you're your. You're like slouched cushions. over, and you don't have your butt pad on you. Cushion thinger.
2: I didn't have it last time. I didn't feel this low.
0: Well, you're also really far back. Like your butt's way out, and you're. I'm holding over. a kitty. Well, that's why it feels low. <laughs> You've got a pussy in your lap, and that's why it feels low. Uh, This is the New (laughs) Utah Podcast. It's episode 96. I'm just going to leave that right there. Uh, If you don't know how you got here, um, I I don't think we can help you with that. But thanks. Thanks for joining us. (laughs) Come on in. Take a too low seat. (laughs) Thanks to Bree. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so in the office that I've been working out of, uh, their chairs are all a bunch of big piles of shit. Uh, and like we've been so there's a there's a few of us that are, are doing consulting for these guys um, that have done other work together and we were all discussing chairs because we sit in this one little area uh, and we all just kind of talk every once in a while when, when we're all there which isn't very frequent that we're all there together um, but we have this experience where we come in and whatever chair we had the day before is just gone just <laughs> magically missing <laughs> like someone has taken it and put it somewhere else the chair trolls and the chairs suck, so they're the like crappy office chairs with like the like orange and green colors and just the hard armrests, and, uh, but the armrests are all torn up. Half the chair's hydraulics don't work. Other ones, the hydraulics work, but the backrest doesn't, and so it's just constantly like all the way back. <laughs> so it's a struggle to find a good chair, and we decided to uh, do an experiment. Uh, so Darren threw a jacket that he had in his truck on one of the chairs, and it has not moved since we put the jacket on it. So you gotta claim it. Yeah, it's weird. Like, and if you look around, you'll see chairs with jackets on them. No one ever touches them. It it could be a chair. You need to take
2: one to work a, just to
0: put a jacket on it. A chair at a cubicle that a girl shows up once for two days a month, and that chair never moves because she's got a jacket on it.
3: Now you know the secret.
0: You need so to anyway, take a jacket. the reason I tell them that story is is uh, that they had the receptionist come by today and number all the chairs with problems. She got to me so mind you, where I sit is about halfway uh, down this huge cubicle farm. Um, I sit kind of by where uh, a whole bunch of the, the, the software folks sit. But on the back side of us, there's an even bigger group. Uh, I was number 20 for fucked up chairs. <laughs> <laughs> so she was putting numbers on all of them, <laughs> and then writing their problems down on like another pad. I was the 20th chair she tagged. Do you think they're actually going to fix them, or is she just getting your hopes up? Uh, no, I think they'll replace them because it's a it's they're really good to their employees there. It's a good company. Uh, most of their most of their folks stay there for forever, pretty much, from what I can tell. Like a lot of their senior people have been there for twenty plus years. Wow, that's, that's a sign of a good company. Yeah, more complacent people. <laughs> <laughs> but I think once you get to once you get to because we went to the their Christmas party this this last. Uh, uh, last Christmas season, and, and Brie can attest to it because she was there with me. Like they I got Blinky. They decided to do some of their big item giveaways that they were doing um, based on years of service because they had complaints in the past when people had been there for like two years and they're winning things that are eight hundred dollars, and people that were there for twenty years didn't win shit. Uh, so they kind of broke them up, and there were a lot of fucking people that had been there for twenty or more years, and there was a whole bunch between five and fifteen that was like. Almost the entire room. That's really cool. Yeah. So, anyway. A lot of call centers, people are there for like a month. Yeah, well, it's not a call center. That's probably why. I mean, there are call center functions, but it's not a call center. But uh, I, this has been chair talk. Speaking <laughs> of chair talk, this chair, I'm start, I, I'm hard on chairs. I'm starting to wear this one out, too. It's getting all, all wiggly.
2: It's because you lean back, and then you sit up, and then you lean back, and then you sit up, and it's then you true. adjust it, and then you don't adjust
3: it, and then Jess you got your old arms. one, so when you get a new one, do I get that one so I don't have to sit on the hard folding chair? Maybe. I don't know if I'll get a new one soon. <laughs> so, I got it. There's the story behind
0: the chair Jess has. The chair um,
2: that Jess has is a really nice chair that he fucked up. It's a
0: $300 office chair that was bought for me from my other company, and when we decided to stop working out of a centralized office, we're all like... We're going to fucking leave these chairs here. We we paid for them, our co- Let's take them to our home offices. So, the story is, I brought it home and I'm I'm sure this is what caused it, but when I was moving it down here, I dropped it down our newly painted hallway and <laughs> fucked up the walls. <laughs> I didn't mean to drop it, but it fell and it like tumbled down the stairs into the basement where the office is at. There is a, a chair weighted weird. And it waited it, it worked fine for a while, but once the hydraulics gave, that was when the chair was done. The other thing with that chair is I believe it has a full cushion pad for the butt. I have a flatulence problem, especially when I'm <laughs> sitting in my office by myself.
4: <laughs> That's why you have a,
0: an aerated That's chair. why I have an aerated chair. This is exactly why I have an aerated chair. Hubby. It's a
4: birthday present.
0: Yeah. Although now we might have to get I, one of even those. Even though this
4: chair is broken, I like it because my legs reach the ground.
2: Yeah. Well, and it's it's a nice that chair. It doesn't go any taller than that either. But it's got, <laughs> it's got a
0: nice like memory foam like, butt pad ready. and an aerated back and... But we do have a friend, Sean. I don't.
2: Do you know Sean Levin?
3: Lev yeah, yeah. Lev Sean and, and yeah,
0: Vanita. Vanita, Yeah, yeah. So Vanita got Sean a uh, a charcoal filtered butt cushion. Nice. Was it underwear or a butt cushion? I can't remember. I don't know. But she got it for him for. I do kind about. of as a joke because we found them online in our gaming group. I think they were the underwear, the charcoal underwear. Yeah. So I think I need some of those. <laughs> <laughs> Cause there are days I don't do this when I'm at the office that I've been working at, but in my office I'm when sure it's just me all, sure. all day,
3: <laughs> yeah, man, Br- Br- I, Br- I sit on old folding church chairs. Uh, yeah. I'm
2: going to redo these chairs. I'm going to like take off the thing and put like nice padding and paint them. Well, then our chairs will be nicer than theirs.
0: So my thought is if we convert that other room, like we want to, and, and make that actually just a studio, uh, which is, which is the goal. Uh, We'll put real chairs in there. Jess is just going to burp into the mic. It's, it's cool. Usually, usually you don't say anything and you're like, oh, excuse me. and But this time you're just like, Burr.
4: I wasn't, my mouth was closed.
1: <laughs> Maybe like
0: lean into the mic so everyone can hear. I'm just kidding, Jennifer. Um, <laughs> you know, that's going to be a thing for a while, right?
4: For the next two years.
0: I don't know about two years. That's an awful long time to carry out the same joke. I mean.
2: Uh, You've been known. I don't know what you're talking about. They're not your fries. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: That's enough chair talk, I think. Unless you guys have more interesting (laughs) chair chair stories. Chair
3: story. I'm thinking I got nothing.
4: (laughs) Mine's covered in a Delta blanket that my boss stole from the airplane.
1: (laughs)
3: because it's nasty you know know what I use
0: those blankets for just because you like it
4: no he's like put it on your lap I'm like wait when we take a nap at work because I will
0: if I'll blanket over the top of me I use those blankets for the dog kennel the dogs they're great for kennels because they're small enough and they're still soft this one's
4: nice this one's like the shiny gray
0: yeah Yeah. ours are blue I've got red we got a red one too From Delta, the the
2: red ones are fluffier than the blue ones.
0: Yeah, the new red ones are better. I just
4: take my own blanket on the plane,
1: so I don't use.
0: I don't use blankets on the plane. I just end up with plastic that makes my skin sweat because I stick it next to me and fall asleep on it. I can't sleep on a plane. Yeah, it's true. I don't. Well, so when I say I can sleep anywhere, when I say I fall asleep, I pass out from drinking a lot of booze (laughs) because I cannot sleep. Like if it's if it's just the normal day, I can't go to sleep on a plane. It is so hard. But if it's if I can get. You know, inebriated.
4: As soon as I'm in my chair, I wake up for my drink service and then go back to sleep. Even if it's just from here to L.A.
3: I can't sleep on a plane. I can't. I can't.
2: Yeah. I sleep. I sleep. Or so like
3: if I go on road trips, I can't sleep in the car. While oh, I, I can sleep, sleep in, in the car. car. That's like, that's so but easy But you for never me. do.
2: I always offer to drive and you never take me up on it. That's
0: because I like driving. Although when we go to California for the cruise, uh, you could probably drive. 'Cause that's gonna be at night.
2: You say that and mm-hmm. then you,
0: but you we're know. gonna be, Yeah, but that's that's when it's easy. We're gonna be driving overnight and it will be harder for me to stay awake probably than you. So, I don't
2: know. We've we've had to drive lots of late nights with Cassie and Cedar. There's been like three late night drivings that you've done. That are like over six that I have, six hours that or I,
3: so. That I have to get out. And like. That was the time our car broke down out. during the podcast, and you oh, guys had dude. to leave after the podcast. Yeah, just like that straight up. In the
0: middle out. of the night. And, and not not just leave anywhere. We had to fucking drive <laughs> all the way down to, what, Fillmore, I think? No, yeah, we, like, we,
2: we drove to, what's the flip it? That was like point. 20
0: miles. Scipio, oh, yeah. We yeah, went to Scipio. Yeah, it was yeah, just like 20, 30 museum. miles out of town. Out of Beaver. And we made the truck take her up to Scipio. He was so fucking pissed.
2: He wasn't pissed; he was nice
0: it was it's like it was like four miles from the edge of the toe distance that we had. You know he's thinking to himself if there's not sugar in your gas tank, there will be by the time I'm done. Uh, no, I think when he rolled up on this like Nineteen-year-old college student. He's like, oh, this I feel
2: bad. teensy, little, teensy little girl on the side of the road. Who he...
3: Did she, she cry? She did. Good, okay. but it she t-
2: she cried anger tears. I don't think she cried when he got there, but I'm sure she could. Uh, he could tell she had cried because she
3: was crying when he got there. It'd have been okay. He'd have probably. Hey, look, boots participating in the Lake. podcast again. It's kitty talk. <laughs> so okay, I I know that
0: this is a long intro because none of them are very long, but. <laughs> I I want to talk about because I was thinking about this today. So, Bree said something about nacho fries. So,
2: did you try them? No, he just every time time the commercial comes on, he yells at me that they're not mine. I,
0: I will straight up rewind if we're watching like on the DVR, and I see the nacho fries come across the screen as the fast forward. I will stop it and rewind it, and be like, "Hey, babe."
1: They're nacho fries!
2: <laughs> I'm gonna buy them and they're not gonna be yours because they're nacho fries! I'm like, they're that dude's fries! They're
0: nacho
1: fries!
0: <laughs> every fucking and time. And it makes
1: me laugh every time.
0: <laughs> I've never tried nacho Apparently fries. Apparently they're they're very successful. They're really good. They're actually really good. They've done a really good job with the fry uh, and their they're nacho cheese sauce is just... It's just good nacho cheese sauce. Where did you get these? Taco Bell. Taco Bell.
3: Oh,
4: Next door.
3: Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Literally. <laughs>
4: just a couple houses take away. A, right.
3: take a ambulance or a fire truck, fire over, truck there, over there. Fire truck over there. Yeah. Taco Bell. Just got <laughs> to go down. Got to go down to the, the you know, the The Seven Eleven. Pick one up.
1: Or,
0: yeah. <laughs> pick up the fire truck. <laughs> got to go to the Taco <laughs> Bell and get some nacho fries. I still fries. can't believe that happened. Uh, but anyway, so about commercials. So the other one that I've, I've seen a lot makes me laugh every time I watch it. So remember I talked about the like dipping Bunny? So I thought this was gonna be a commercial for that, but it's not. It's a Reese's peanut butter egg commercial, but it's like a bunny and a jar of peanut butter and the bunny's like,
1: Mmm, yeah.
0: Mm. And the bunny like touches the peanut butter, and I'm like, That's how they're made. Bunnies fuck jars of peanut
3: butter and shit out eggs. Wow. <laughs> Thank Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for bunny's fucking peanut butter.
2: And making eggs.
3: It all makes sense to me. Oh,
0: speaking of Jesus and Easter, so because this is all a big religious time coming up, right? Uh I'm I'm Only in the office uh, in the office this morning with uh, we we have a, a team of Indians that do developing for us, and then we have a team of and Indians. And he's not that meaning do, that
2: racially; like uh, he actually means dot, not feather.
0: Wow, what it be racist? I, <laughs> well, I want to make knew. sure that
2: people don't think so, that you so anyway. Native Americans.
0: So one of the, the the project leads for the company that works for us. Um, and I were talking today, and he said, "Oh yeah, the development team will be gone on Friday. They celebrate Good Friday." I'm like, "What?"
2: Was oh, that why you messaged me and were like, "It's Good Friday on Friday?"
3: No, that was something else. Um, but I was like, "What? Really?" Like, I saw fish at Harmons that said for Lent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although Har- Harmons does run a fish special every Friday, which they is do. really cool. Every not Friday, just during not
2: Friday. just during Lent. And it specifically
3: was tagged for Lent. Just you in know. case you're wondering. Do you fish for Lent, Brie?
2: Uh,
0: she's not a good Catholic. She no. doesn't really practice that no. anymore. Gotcha. Sometimes she's like, "I'm going to give up this for Lent." Like sugar. I
2: usually don't give up anything. I usually try and be more patient. I have a thing on my wall right now that says, "If you can choose between being right and being kind, choose kind."
0: And she has said that to me a few times, so.
2: And I'm trying to be kind. You're
0: trying to be like Jesus?
2: No, just to be kind. Oh. So anyway,
0: uh, yeah, we got a good show. Um, we've got a, uh, we're going to talk a lot about alcohol laws in the state of Utah. We've got a uh, an attorney with us uh, that is specifically, a, I don't know, we'll talk to her. Well, Jess, do we have any events to talk about?
4: Yes, we have events. I took rugby off, so don't to talk about that because that made you angry right. last week. No, nope. so <laughs> I'm going to
0: apologize. No, it is, no, you're <laughs> fine. It, look, it's completely scratched <laughs> off. I'm going to apologize. Um... For my rant on rugby, I did not realize when you were talking about it, it's a new major league rugby thing. Yeah, it's huge. Like it's a big professional event. So the reason I went on a tirade is because...
4: high school kids playing. Okay.
0: But that was the last time it was used for rugby was for like high school and collegiate level tournaments and they fucked up the field. If it's a professional rugby team playing one game every few weeks there it's a the
4: Utah Warriors
0: probably not gonna fuck up the field and Deloy Hansen probably Warriors has some sort of do we know does she own the team at all
4: I don't know I didn't did uh, gonna research into it but you could look at I'm gonna that. Google
0: it while you do some more events and then hopefully I won't interrupt you as much <laughs> because I'm gonna Google it <laughs> okay, okay perfect
4: so this coming up week is the what's it gr- called what's
0: it called it's called the Utah Warriors the Utah Warriors okay. with two Z's yes.
4: Noseys actually what? i know i can't be a utah what's, team.
0: what's their mascot
4: oh i don't remember i mean i remember seeing it but i don't remember is it a
0: pig because like the jazz have a bear for some fucking reason
4: yeah why do they have a bear is it a
3: bird is why don't they a have, like a
4: dancing why don't they have like a dancing saxophone or something or dancing like treble clef or something because they're the jazz
3: they probably did when they used to be in New, new Orleans.
4: Orleans. Anyways, so the thirty first is the granary. Uh, you got it.
3: They're
0: normally going to play at the stadium at the um, academy, the five thousand seat oh, stadium. Oh, cool. The put new up one. The Monarchs, yeah.
4: Out off of Mount View Corridor, which makes so, sense
0: because I don't know if they'd get twenty two thousand. So
4: this is so they're playing at Real Stadium because it's their inaugural event. So it's their very first home game opener. So it'll be awesome. Tickets are uh, anywhere from twenty-two to one hundred twenty dollars. It could be cool. It could be fun. Their what's their mascot? Is a mask, a warrior mask? Is that what that was? Come on, I saw it. Look, it's right there in the corner.
0: That's not. He, that's like a logo, lo- not a mascot. It's, it's just a dude that wears. She's that saying mask.
2: ma Yeah, she's she's saying logo, not.
1: a no,
0: like she says nice is that mascot. their mascot. Oh.
2: Why does Real have a lion?
0: I don't know. I've always Except wondered. See, nobody yeah, I don't,
1: knows
2: I don't why get it mascots either. are chosen. But then the owls d- make sense. they have an owl. The bees make sense. There they have a bee. a bee. What else? What's yeah. the jazz? Do they
4: have so a? The Charlotte Hornets. They have a bee. The jazz bee? is the
3: stupid bear. Oh,
4: he's a bear. Yeah. He's how's bear. the bear? How's that a jazzy thing? The grizzlies. They have a bear. Maybe too. the bear, bear has bear. jazz hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely does not. I have never seen him do jazz hands.
0: That son of a bitch can dunk a basketball, though.
4: Yes, he can. With a
0: trampoline. Yes. Even that midget bear, his whatever bear it is, the junior bear. The
4: cougar. Oh.
0: Not the cougar, the junior jazz bear, the little guy, the, the little BYU fat midget the cougar,
4: bear. he's cool. No, he's, he's stupid. Cosmo's he's the dumbest school. mascot
0: ever.
2: He has mad skills, though.
0: No, Cosmo's dumb.
2: He'll have but all the fur that, Rayel, Rayel, have has all the a, fur to restrict him. Ray has done a thing where all the mascots come together and that's kind of funny to watch because like Grizzly is like the dope-iest Lehigh, looking Lehigh one. Lehigh High
4: School does a mascot game like every September that they raise money um for charity. But anyways, so thirty first, um, the granary block party we talked about last week, which is down at Kilby Kilby Court. So it's 70, 741 south, and it's in between um, third and fourth west um so your business is like the chocolate conspiracy ruby snap is there um there kilby court is normally like a little performance venue which is that venue
0: is so cool
4: it is and it's so tiny <laughs> it it is is like, really small. it's like it's like
2: it's like a living room well, is uh, that that one we went to for
0: for, yeah. j- for joel uh yeah, we went there once. It's the one that's outdoors, like in this weird, like back alley. I think like
2: a little
4: tiny. Well, it's like s- it's like someone's backyard,
0: and then it's just like an extended garage, basically. Like it, yeah. it really is like a detached garage that they perform in.
4: Yes. <laughs> anyway, so they'll have pop up shops. There's gonna be DJ, food trucks, and that goes from five to ten. Um, so it's kind of like an up and coming. Any traveling
3: magic mic trucks?
4: No, <laughs> not not. If it is
1: on the DL, uh,
0: okay. There are <laughs> going to be Magic Mike people at the Warriors competition. I just found out. Whoa. So, uh, no, I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> I can't no find place. anything as to who owns them. But I assume, based on the fact that they were announced at Rio Tinto Stadium, they're playing their first game there. Their new home is the stadium at the the training facility out in Harriman. I'm pretty sure they're probably owned by Deloitte Hansen or one of his conglomerate companies. Just saying. Lots of press, lots of press time and air time on his radio stations. I don't think it's a coincidence.
4: It could be causation.
0: <laughs> 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 okay, everyone's going to try and fucking be legal the rest of the show because we talked to an attorney. And she's, look, she couldn't even and say. She wasn't either. even
2: legally. Like, she was just normal. So it's, yeah. it's not, she told us not to, not to pretend. So to I'm pretty lawyers. sure
0: I missed some of the events. What else is going on?
2: Well, I didn't even get through anymore, so. Oh,
0: really? Talk- yes. We're still stuck on one. rugby.
4: Yes. So the 29th. <laughs> uh- <laughs> oh, you're fucked then, Jess. <laughs> right. Um, Nick, our good buddy Nick Passy, has a little show at S D Pizza in Sugar House oh, yeah. I on the 29th. Yeah. So if you want to get some dinner and go listen to him play his guitar and and sing some songs, then you should go there. Uh on the thirtieth is the intro to find chocolate that we've been talking about. Uh with our friends at the Chocolate Conspiracy. I believe the class is like thirty dollars, thirty-one dollars, something like that after tax. So you can listen to our episode and then be like, that was really awesome. I want to know
1: more about chocolate. I'll be and at then Hoover Dam.
0: I'll be at Hoover Dam that day. Taking the damn tour. Uh tomorrow I'll be at uh That's Shades of Pale. You're going. Oh yes. And uh, then I'll be at. Uh, I'd better
4: take pictures and. Making
0: somebody. some soap, drinking a beer and making soap <laughs> doesn't get better than that. Hey, can can we bring our? Should we bring our own ropes? <laughs> oh, <laughs> should yeah. I bring some? Twine? You should just
4: bring some. I should totally be funny because Jen will start laughing. Derek will laugh so hard. I'm
0: totally he gonna. Get, I'm gonna bring some of my twine. Bring some. Um. Rope.
4: So there are only four more farmers' market winter markets left. Uh, April twenty first is the last one, and then they give them about a month and a week ish before the summer one starts up again. We're actually going to have your heroin
0: now, folks.
4: Yes. We're actually going to have somebody uh, from the farmer's market. Join us. In May, so
0: that that is such a broad, vague thing. Is it from the people that put on the farmers market, it's, or is no, it it one of the vendors? No, it's
4: the Salt Lake
2: Farmers is Market. Is it
0: a homeless guy that hangs it's out people down that there? People that put it on. Is it know. one of the dudes that takes their dog? I'm pretty to the dog sure it's
2: off. all if, of them. I'm pretty sure if she would have done a vendor from the farmers market, she would say we have an artist. I already or we did. Have we a, had
4: Olio, and we had Chuck,
2: and we had Cat Martin, so. who's also at the, a vendor at the farmers market. It's true. She's got a booth there
0: every year for a long time. Cat.
2: She's usually by the entrance.
0: Kitty Cat. Kitty yeah, I'm
2: sure she's thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> she
0: probably doesn't listen to us. Are you kidding me?
4: She's been she doing might. a lot of cool things lately.
0: Uh anyway, more events or are we done? Really? I don't know. <laughs> I mean you you're going out to like April twenty first with this stupid winners market thing. Yeah. It's not stupid, I'm by not the way.
2: Out. Dude, that's only a month away. Yeah.
4: It's actually less than a month away. What's so um, the 30th starts, we talked with Farmer Luke last week about the food trucks that come out, and so those are starting back up on the 30th, and then on the 31st, they are doing an Easter egg hunt on the farm, which is fun, I think. Pretty big farm to yeah, find Yeah, they're, they're going
0: to have the chickens hide the eggs.
4: In the, what machine did he say? <laughs> <to> <laughs> the
0: the baylor, in the baler. In the baler. What he does, so I talked to them talk to him off the air about this, what he does is he feeds for two weeks leading up to it, he feeds the chicken food dye uh as part of their chicken feed like capsules of red number five and, and red forty and yellow number eight and yellow five no no he Why just, can't you just he gets the completely manufactured shit. Um and, and then he just sets them free to roam in the field and lay eggs wherever they want. He actually keeps them out of yeah, their I'm, I'm sure. out of their, their little, little pen. So uh it's a true Easter egg hunt. But they're raw so Yeah. <laughs>
2: We're going to start putting a disclaimer on everything that Chris says. You know, Easter, Easter is on April Fool's this year, so that Well, that's could, what I'm saying. You I
4: should do that. I like
2: April Fool's. I
3: do it's not like It's fine. Easter and April Fool's on the same day. I love jokes. Jesus is going to be like, gotcha. Gotcha. I'm not dead, motherfuckers. Because <laughs> you know that's what Easter is. Maybe that was
0: when
2: the first
1: Easter was. Maybe it was really the first April Fool's. Fool's
0: show. That's when he's like, ah, oh, I'm not dead, bitches. Look at me. What you looking for? April, <laughs> <laughs> April Fool's fuckers.
4: Okay, I have an event for you, Chris. <laughs> On the seventh of April, which is like a week away, um, you can go try scuba diving at Neptune Dive for twenty-five
2: dollars. Don't say eh. You are talking about. You know what? We presence, should see if really? Sean wants to try it and see if she really, really wants to do that. Don't eh me. Well, okay. So nope. here's the thing:
0: if I if we really want to do that, we should just. Go get certified so we can do real scuba diving
1: on your uh, While we're down
0: da- while we're down there. They, there is one um one of the the excursions actually is an intro to scuba diving excursion where you get to go scuba dive for real. But right,
2: but what I'm saying is is for twenty five bucks she can decide if she actually likes scuba diving <laughs> or if snorkeling's good for, good enough for her. Well spots are limited,
0: so
4: if you are interested, you better contact. Where are they at? Neptune. They're on at 2445
0: South and 9th East. Are they are they doing that on the in their own facility? Or are uh-huh. They going up to the Crater Lake thing? I think they do it in their They're mega facility, tank. If
1: I am Well cuz they they have the they, they
0: do most of their diving certification stuff up at the there's some Crater Lake hmm. where it's like it's this crazy like hole. It's just a deep underground
3: lake. A bit in Midway? Yeah. Yeah. I know they've got that well it's like one or two tanks at their facility that's I don't know 50 feet or I, I don't yeah. know. It's cool. It's actually a really cool facility.
4: Did you guys know that we have a Ninja Warrior gym in Utah? Like a legitimate, it is an association. It's called the Ultimate Ninja Athlete Association. And so
0: all it has is those salmon bars. It is. It's, it's just like rows of the salmon the salmon ladders. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Cool. That- no, one. no, no, no! It's the one bar, and you just oh yeah, you can flip it up flip, it up, flip it up, flip it up. That's right that's now. all it is. Is just a
3: row of those along the wall. Well, they're then, doing a
4: regional qualifier on the seventh. That's in late. I like that
3: show when they when they're all talking about the guy who's been training for twelve years and blah blah blah, and he runs down and the very first obstacle he slips, he like falls <laughs> and like shit. The <laughs> well, that was.
0: I mean, that's a lot of pressure
4: when you're on TV. Okay, and... so
0: that shit's really hard. And Stephen Amell is a fucking badass, right? So when he did it, it was really cool. And he did that because he came to Utah and they made him say he was going to do it on stage in front of people. But anyway. And that... he did an amazing job because he's like really cool. So there was a show that used to be on, remember when we had Game Show Network? There was a show. American that used to be Gladiators. Oh,
1: that was a
0: good show. <laughs> um, My jam. But it was a it was a, a Japanese game show and it was Would like
1: you make
3: the shapes as the wall comes at you. That one? <laughs> no.
1: Okay.
2: I uh, <laughs> <laughs> like they we're all trying to guess what you're saying.
0: It was like it was called MPX or something. But what made the show great was the commentary because it wasn't this, oh, you are such a successful blah blah blah. They dubbed over it and so you could see them making, you know, whatever comments. But it was all dubbed over in English. It was and like it was,
2: Mystery uh, Science Theater-ish. They, they,
0: they sort of. They dubbed it like it was actually them announcing it, and they were like, it's the industrial sex workers versus the night nurses or something would be the two teams. <laughs> and like, they, they'd show the interviews they would do in Japanese, but they would dub over them in English. And it was so good. And so instead of being like, oh, well, this guy, you know, he's a successful this and this and he's trained this. There's like, yeah, he's really bad at uh, grabbing those balls, Chuck. He's he's going to So over.
4: This <laughs> is what we should do. We should go to the qualifier. We can record it and then we can dub over the top of it and we can make our own. We don't Your have brain is working.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is a serious consideration <laughs> for me. Because <laughs> that? that is one of my favorite shows. I've seen that, I've that
3: game, game really show funny. where the wall comes at yes. them, and there's a shape in the wall, and they have to make the shape so they don't get pushed off. Yeah, sure. You've I've seen, seen, it. seen it. And Wipeout, wipeout was an Americanized
0: version of that that yes. sucked. My friend, I've that. that
4: quite a few times.
0: They made that Xbox game for the Kinect, the Wipeout, Xbox the wipeout game. game. So it's not fun team.
4: if you're not, like, actually doing it. No, they were all stupid. Anyways, okay, so that's on the 7th. Um, if you want to go further north, because that's in Layton, you can go up to Ogden. Have you ever want to be part of Storage Wars, you guys? Because there is a storage in Ogden that is going to be public auctioning off, like, 11 different lockers. So you can be, like, your own Storage Wars.
0: You know that happens, <laughs> like, every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was I don't want to part of the event, I mean, so well, big... you are,
4: you cuz you always do. So no, but it's...
0: that so <laughs> this is so the storage Wars thing is kind of a it was a self-defeating prophecy for those guys. So this is a business that's been around for years where you go buy things at auction and then resell them and storage lockers are one of those things where if you run like a thrift store, it's a really good way to get merchandise for a thrift store because most of it's like older stuff, it's housewares, it's clothes, it's crap no one really wants, but everyone needs it at some level and you could sell it for a couple bucks a shirt. You pay a hundred dollars for that locker. The problem is that show got did really well. And so you you could actually see it in the show because the auctions aren't just those, you know, four or five people. The auctions are open to the public for these things, but no one ever used to go to them. So they would get get storage lockers for dirt cheap. They were really only bidding against three or four people, and so they would would get them for really cheap. So they have this show, and you can see the progression over the years as more and more people are there, and they go to these auctions, and there's like fucking 50 people bidding on shit against Mm -hmm. them now. So they kind of fuck themselves over in a way, because they see certain people bidding, and they're like, oh, I'm going to bid on that. And then the prices they're paying now are way different than the early seasons because of that. So
2: That's true. It's Sorry. a strategy, though. The it's people like a, are jerkier, too. <laughs>
0: well, and it is a strategy. It is a strategy to be able to tell. It's a skill to be able to say, based on what I'm seeing up front, stuff in the back is
3: probably worth some Do thing. they get to see what's in it? or They open oh. they you, So they you,
4: actually have video on. So it's behind self-storage auction. They actually have video on their website. And they have like listings of the like each of the lockers, also, not all the stuff, but
0: so they've already gone through contents of lockers. I See, think that's so. that's kind of crazy because the chances of them already taking stuff out of the lockers and auctioning off the big dollar stuff is pretty high if they've ca- if they've inventoried the lockers. So,
4: well, so you can go have that high stress environment, go ninja warrior it, go bid on some lockers, and then on the eighth you can go to time and place. Uh, is doing a class with Josh the herbalist which will be joining us also in uh, about a month and he's doing a, a a manifesting magic with herbal energy class so he's kind of talking about how herbs over time have been involved with with uh, you know magic and and basically through history Pottery. which is pretty awesome Yeah, anyways. I'm just saying, that's magic. So, but here's the thing. There are only 12 seats for this class. Holy shit. Yeah, well, time and place is pretty small. And so uh, if you want to sign up for that, it's on the 8th. It's at 4 o'clock. I believe it's a Sunday. So, and then before that, you can go to Oleo because they're doing a magnesium, or no, a sweet grass soap class. And so you can go do a soap class and then go talk about herbs with
0: Melinda and Josh. We didn't talk about other things that have happened this weekend, and i are bringing it up because it ties into events, because it, is it still going on, or was it just last weekend with Festival of Colors? Over. It's just the one weekend, mm-hmm. right? Damn it. Never mind. Yep. Over and done with. It's I know. I and I Jess is I was like, like, I, like... <laughs> I didn't fucking tell anyone about the
3: Festival of Colors. I just went and sprayed myself with neon shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, nobody was there since we didn't announce it? That's yeah. Sorry. It was we a really was was poor turn. I was like, yeah, hi. She
0: bought (laughs) bought two extra pouches of color just because she felt bad.
4: And I bought all the licorice. Oh, by the way, guys, I believe I have a case of licorice coming for free. So I hope you (laughs) want licorice.
0: Like what kind of licorice?
4: The apple one that we had. (gasps) No way. That's so good. Yeah. So I'm doing a cake for them this week. And she was like, oh, and by the way, when she paid me on Venmo, I have a case of licorice for you (laughs) if you want it. (laughs) good times so. i would take it is
0: the cake fashioned with licorice around it it way? is
4: not it's actually a it's a skiing cake so anyways so i just thought i would telling you that oh by have, the way i saw, saw your uni, your
0: unicorn cake with the little eyes was it <laughs> rainbow inside
4: uh it was yes, it was not rainbow but it was the color of the frosting that was on the outside so the teal it, yeah pink and purple i was gonna do a rainbow but then you i should've.
0: was like you should have but then I'm it, disappointed. Wouldn't have ma- it
4: wouldn't have matched the frosting. I'm disappointed.
0: Inside of every rainbow. Of is- all
4: the cakes that I've done, you bring up the unicorn and not Can my you- horror cake.
0: I, I thought the, <laughs> the unicorn the was kind of cool. cute. And I only saw the one cute. side of the horror cake because I didn't sl- scroll through. I the have pictures. another one. Horror. That's up. horror, not horror. That's what I meant to it say. Was. It's all right. It is, people it's get the horror. One scene.
1: of my, my most favorite I'll so
2: get you with that later. So, but
0: the unicorn, everyone knows unicorns have a whole bunch of rainbow colored poop inside of them. And I just thought you should have <laughs> made your cake like that. So, but I did like it. it. I it thought so it was a colorful. cute, it was a cute little, I mean, it was, it was fairly simple from the looks of it, but very nice. Like I liked it.
3: I like the simple. No cake is ever simple. <laughs> Isn't that what My people tell you? cakes are Because
2: they just stay in the pan yeah. and they're lopsided and I put frosting on them. Isn't that what on? people
3: tell you? Oh, this is an easy one. Mm-hmm. They tell you that this is easy. Every time. This this is a this is an easy one.
2: Just do what's easiest for you. That's what they say. Chris's soccer That's ball cake probably plan. would have been the easiest one because it was a round cake sitting on a square cake, and that was it. <laughs> she made a little fondant dude, and that was it.
0: Well, she did cover it in fondant and decorate the soccer well, ball. I know, but like I'm just ball. Saying, And she made a not. and so she made a big scarf wrong. out of fondant. I don't think you remember how detailed that cake actually was. Maybe I was. don't.
2: I just remember the soccer ball.
0: No, that that cake probably took some time.
3: Seriously.
2: She did a good job and she was really close.
3: Unless there was a rum ball that doesn't set up, I had no I would have no chance of making it. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Those were so fucking bad. They were really He bad. made
4: a good match, by oh, the way. Not that I ever saw. Uh, well, then <laughs> that sucks to be <laughs> <you>. <laughs> Can you just
1: talk for a second. Uh, no.
4: So I actually have another horror cake coming up, but it's different um horror movie themed. The last one was uh, Jason, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Jigsaw, and Freddy Krueger. And so, this next one, they've taken off Jigsaw and they've taken off Texas Chainsaw and they put Michael Myers and the Scream <laughs> Mask. So, oh, that will be fun. But I, but I found a really, I actually saw a tattoo that inspired how I'm oh, going. Oh, yeah. I
2: guess it did have a lot I'm, of stuff on
4: it. How I'm going to do the, um, Michael Myers side because his it's like a real face and it's a little harder to
0: sculpt. I'm Tell me that wouldn't have been a difficult cake. To I've,
4: make I've, it. yeah it round is not. I forgot it
0: had all that other stuff. on Like you can get a round mold. Right, but, but first of all, and she cu-
4: and cutting out each of the individual shapes for the black and white on the soccer ball. Yeah, and yeah.
1: That,
0: so I will say though, the worst part of that cake was the little dude. <laughs> well,
2: he was all foam. <laughs> it was
0: so, gum paste. It was so ugly. But the rest of the cake was great but the dude was like you could tell she's not good at making
2: people.
4: I'm not good at making people and That's I have a skill. That's like a hard thing. And really I have people and I have a person to make this week. So, fortunately it's falling through a mountain. So So it could be like,
3: "Ah. It's supposed to be messed up."
1: Mm.
4: Well. <laughs> I I guess.
1: <laughs> I
3: guess.
4: Anyways, there were people at the color festival, though I feel that there were Way less because of the threat of weather, which never actually really hit Utah County, I don't think. Like, you could see it up north and for sure. And because you forgot to announce it. Right. But it was, it was cold. She it wanted was like more room. 48 degrees. And um, I think by the time we left on Sunday, you could see a huge cloud moving across Utah Lake that I'm pretty sure hit Spanish Fork. So
0: Hey, did you guys see in my show notes that I relabeled this article and said it was called Legends Solar Under Fire? I was trying to be cute <laughs> did it work did it let me By a raise of hands who actually looked at the articles i put up there
4: yeah i do because I you did have print to print them, them out. all it
0: doesn't mean you read them i'm a skimmer Jer- Jeremy and Breer
3: just solid. I had every ever. intention.
4: Why I would you do? even ask that? They don't ever. So. I, know, I, know.
3: I did try to read the legislature thing. or That was 300 pages long. That, uh, it, was
2: 139 it was like
3: 4,000 lines. So I whoa. seriously did skim through that. And I thought, oh, yeah, this is
2: you know what usually happens is I open up the Google document on Monday and I see that you started it. Every once in a while, I get to the first link and I even open the first link and then it just sits there. And then when I get ready to go home, I'm like, oh, And then I close (laughs) the Google documents and I close the link and I haven't read it yet.
0: So we do have a, we do have a a regular show. We're going to talk to Tanner Leonard. Uh, She's an attorney um, for um, businesses in the state of Utah that have liquor issues, basically. Um, So more of that later, but um, we're going to talk about a little bit of other news going on in Utah. I I think we will do our legislative review uh, next week because we don't have a guest, right?
2: Yes, we do. We have, yeah, we have Michael, Michael Brent, Brent Collins. Collins. It's my I'm so excited.
0: I thought we didn't have one on the third is it it is a third, right? Next week's the third. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and that's when he is. I'm so excited. I still think we'll do it then. So oh. one of my Jess, I'm so excited. One of my friends that's read the books too, she's helped she helped me make some notes. So we'll have good notes and that's I've sweet. got those books out on the table. So I'm gonna try so and write something
0: up. What you should do is is go on the Google Doc and put some of those questions in for Well, I will.
2: Show. She just she sent it to me in a PDF, so I've got to copy and paste it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> kidding, I don't know if I said that loud enough.
2: Dude, I'm excited oh, about sh- sh- this. Sh- sh- this is sh- my sh- one that, head that I on. asked for.
0: <laughs> I know, and I like him. He's a really, he's a really nice dude. I've I'm trying to not to
4: like have self-serving interviews. Okay.
0: It's good. It's Thanks. good. I'm tired of you having us interview your cake. I'm customers.
2: gonna wholly admit this is a totally <laughs> self-serving interview your because Kate I customers. like him. <laughs> <laughs> have we?
4: we've interviewed any of my, anybody I've done a kid I, your, actually your cousin
0: won't interview with us so probably not one of these days we're going to almost got James. up and
2: got on the microphone and then Jess was like you're coming over on the microphone and he was like oh shit can't come over on the not, microphone I
0: did not see him almost get up he did he got yeah, he was getting no, up he
2: will
0: never ever <laughs> Uh, okay, so anyway, um, what I was saying uh, about the, the Legend Solar Fire, so they are actually uh, they're in some serious trouble. They've
3: lost
4: their contractor license. I'm surprised they're the
3: license. first one, Those solar panel people are insatiable with the freaking phone calls and the door-to-door people, and oh <sighs> my. They've been they- blowing up my phone lately, and yeah. I just don't fucking answer them.
4: My we boss just, answers every time. I'm like, you know better. Like, why are you answering your phone? They're gonna keep calling you.
0: Look, I it's not that I don't want solar panels. I have to replace my roof first. Um, but so this company, uh, the the state regulators are pursuing disciplinary action against them. Um, they, I believe, are trying to take their licensing away. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a Saint George area company, and they've been doing some some really fucking bad shit down there. Uh, St. George sucks anyway, because St. George has... Usually when
4: it says cash flow problem, that's definitely...
1: Yeah.
0: They, uh, uh, okay, so they were unable to follow through on a $10 million donation to Dixie State. And so Dixie State said, fuck you, you're not part of our stadium anymore.
2: Good, because that's where my daughter's going, and I wouldn't want them to have a defunct stadium.
0: Uh, So the the action filed against the company, um, it's got a whole bunch of... Operating names so Legend Solar, Legend Energy, Legend Ventures. Uh, that that tells you another bad business practice. If they have like twelve different business names, they're not that big. <laughs> so um, TVT Capital, lending firm. Uh, they have to pay. They had a New York State Supreme Court ordered them to pay the this capital lending firm three hundred thousand dollars in December.
3: Um, so I think they uh, for how much they charge for solar systems. It averages twenty thousand dollars for a residential. How yeah. are they uh, low on money?
0: Well, <laughs> usually when stuff like that happens, it means they are uh, doing some, they some, got some, some other stuff. Shit going on. Outside. Other stuff going on. Yeah, so not not good for them. Um, sucks to see a solar company go, but uh, I'll I'll be interested with the tariffs and stuff that we're doing if uh, solar doesn't go up in cost again. Um. Like you were commenting last week on on lumber and well gas too. See, so we'll
4: gas say, went up forty cents in a week.
0: I don't fill my car actually up that much longer anymore, than that so, sixty
2: cents now.
0: But it's getting to the summertime and it always goes up in the summer I, too. I don't it notice gas.
2: No, way. I don't notice because I have to get gas and so I just pay for it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I notice once it starts getting above three dollars and it's not there Diesel yet.
2: is. Diesel at
4: 314.
0: I don't have to use diesel. That's some dirty shit that comes out of those vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> you can see the look she's giving me. <laughs> uh, okay, so I talked last week about the the caucus and how I didn't go, and apparently... I was basically like everyone else. Spencer
4: Cox said there were nine people that showed
0: up. Yeah, he he brave
3: trafficked <laughs> to, sure to his caucus. I'm pretty sure there's only
4: like nine people in his town, anyways. So that's but everyone. that's
3: he said that's really low even for his caucus. The, the email that came an hour and a half before it started.
4: That's so weird. So no joke, and I'm not exaggerating. We had we had signs all over our town for at least two weeks.
0: So yeah, this is one of the lowest turnouts they've had for a caucus, which was unexpected. With all the crazy stuff that's been going on and I think it comes back to they're not telling people when and where these things are. Like it you have to go out and seek that information. Cause outside of you telling me that, that your neighborhood likes like that. I hadn't no, I didn't I know just, about it. I
1: thought
4: it was weird when you said that. So <coughs>
0: what
4: the fuck is this article? I didn't put this in
0: there. <laughs> <I did. laughs> you just keep fucking sneaking shit in.
4: It's all it's, it's This is a big deal because if you are part of a do not call list, we joke about these featured family film companies here in Utah all the time, but they have been slapped with a huge fine for telemarketing well, calls. Well, so this... this $45.4
2: million.
0: Yeah, so this... But they suspended all but half a million of that, basically, uh, based on the company's inability to pay the entire
2: 99 amount. million calls to phone numbers on the do not call list. Like That's, that's huge. That's why I printed
4: it out. That's why I snuck it. So in. So
0: here's the thing. That's going to put this company out of business, which is kind of the purpose... I think no this is a company that's been around since I was in college like in the late 90s. I almost got a job. Are they the yet one that made the Jesus college. cartoons? Uh yeah, and they make a bunch of weird like family films and they try to is get some Is This is the one that Travis stupid...
2: works did some voice work for? Travis Tate?
0: No. No, that's the that, that was one of the That's the, the Vid Angels. That's the Vid Angel stuff. That's right. Um, no, the, these guys... Oh, so no, these he guys, did his
4: own special for that. It wasn't voice work. He did a... I thought like he was a, doing
0: voice work, though, too. So these guys would, would call people and try to get them to buy their stupid movies. And they're not any movie you've ever heard of. They produce them. Um, they're really crappy, low-budget films. Um, but they're supposed to be family-friendly type stuff, uh, if it's the same company, I'm thinking. But basically, oh, geez, 99 million calls to phones on the, phone numbers on the Do Not Call
3: registry. That's just crazy.
4: An additional four million calls. That's like not
3: an accident. That's not an accident. That's not like, oh, whoops, we got the wrong list. No, that's just <laughs>
0: ignoring federal regulation 100%. Uh, and I'm glad they got slapped with the fines because someone has to be made an example of for companies to stop doing this well, shit. Well, and it
4: is the first ever case, um, that has, verdict was the first ever in action well and it went to
0: it it went to trial and and the thing about a verdict like this happening is it uh, some case has to go to trial and once it goes to trial and you get a verdict every other case gets settled out before trial because they know they're going to lose uh not every other but a lot I'm not sure
2: in utah and then you just keep doing things that people say are unconstitutional and And then get,
0: get 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 your business completely destroyed because this is a Utah-based company right here.
2: Oh, no. I'm just saying we have a history in Utah of taking things to trial that have been proven to be unconstitutional in the past.
0: Yeah. We won't know now because we fucking stopped having people look at our stuff for constitutionality. So, I don't know if that passed. I don't know if it passed. (laughs) I haven't looked, to be honest with you. Um, One thing that did pass, though, is, uh, and this is really cool, there's actually two uh, women's health bills that passed. Uh, So there is a birth control bill. So Senate Bill 184 lets women, Utah women, obtain birth control directly from a pharmacist. As long as you're over the age 18, you fill out this questionnaire thing uh, and a pharmacist can prescribe you birth control, which is about fucking time for that to happen. It is such a huge deal.
4: Plus, IUD one is huge, too. IUDs are super, super expensive. Yeah,
0: so IUDs for low-income people. So HB12 will give thousands of very low-income women access to family planning services, including the costly but long-acting birth control, uh, such as (laughs) IUDs. So there's other things that they get, but... uh, (laughs) uh,
4: <laughs> the last line is fifteen years ago. There likely would have been an apocalyptic nuclear explosion had similar legislation been introduced. <laughs> yeah,
0: so this, this is a huge deal. It's a huge win for women's health for these these laws to be passed. Um, it, it's it's a huge step in the right direction in the state of Utah, which is fucking amazing.
2: You know, um, this reminds me of that Sam B thing that we watched. Uh, about birth control how they treat every woman problem with birth control and then so if women want to get pregnant they can't because they're being treated with birth control because nobody
0: because they don't actually study the problems yeah. up in like
2: endometriosis is still treated with either birth control or
0: take out your uterus. hysterectomy like
2: hmm. that's it
0: rip out your oven or uh, make it inoperable yep. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> just go ahead and shove that oven full of uh, insulation and don't turn it on <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay, Gosh. is that like the spray kind insulation, or is that that like <laughs> yeah, the no, it's like fluffy spray foam. kind that you just like.
0: Well, it's the fluffy kind because you can say, in. If you stop taking the pills, you can you can you know open the oven back up.
1: Don't
0: <laughs> want but it to be if you permanent. if you do well, I mean, if you want it to be permanent, you just tear the oven out and you use the microwave only. <laughs> <laughs> That's adoption in this scenario. The microwave is adoption. Wow, you're on a fast track to a kid because you can get them at various levels really quick. <laughs> you know, baby, Foster to like fifteen. Kids.
4: Yes, you can.
0: And different, differing levels yeah. of like social ineptitude. <laughs> I'm, <sorry. laughs> I'm a fucking terrible human being.
4: <laughs> I'm
3: worse for laughing.
4: So. <laughs> <Sorry>.
3: <laughs> That's a really,
0: that was a really, really horrible.
3: Metaphor. Okay,
4: so, but happens um, to microwaves.
0: All right, let's let's talk let's talk about
4: 8,000 people.
0: Let me tell you the, the 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 thing that happened Saturday. So for those of you that have been living in a fucking bubble or are morons under um, rocks under rocks in your basement um, in your mom's basement probably. Um, if you do not know what happened on Saturday, um, go open up the internet once. Um so on Saturday on March 24th, there was a huge march uh, nationwide um, called March for Our Lives. And it was a march led by teenagers, by high school kids, uh, organized, uh, set up, and and led by high school kids. And I spent a lot of time Saturday morning. Um, we didn't go. Uh, we we thought about it, but we had a bunch of other stuff to do. But I spent a lot of time Saturday morning doing stuff with CNN on as they were going from major city to major city to major city from speech to speech to speech. All of these are high school kids giving speeches that were just crazy empowering. And the the sheer volume of kids marching in Utah, 8,000 people marching on the Capitol is unreal.
4: It's the, well, they were saying I oh, was this morning on the news or yesterday morning on the news that it's the largest, um, protest, uh, in Utah and bigger than the by, women's march it was 6000 people were at the women's march uh 2000 people were at same um same sex marriage march a couple so years ago Eight, 8, so 8000 people mostly
2: kids
0: a awesome. lot, a lot of high school kids, some college kids, uh, and people I, who
2: are new voters or getting ready to be voters who hopefully there will were take some
4: it, epic signs held by kids. Well, and
2: hopefully around they, the country. Hopefully
4: too.
0: they they will take it to heart and they will go to the polls in November because that's what's that's where their vote's going to count. I that's just, where it's going to I just want difference. gun
4: owners to just take a breath and realize this has nothing to do with like taking away their guns. It's just about reform and making sure people are safe like
0: you, you have a right to <laughs> own a gun them to
4: take a breath
0: <laughs> but having a right to own a gun doesn't mean that there shouldn't be regulation around it you have a right to free speech but guess but there what are tons if of you have 5000 people assemble without a permit they will break up that assembly it's not that you don't have a right to do it but there are ways to go about doing it you have to get permits to do those sort of mass gatherings you have to have a driver's license to drive a car to get behind the wheel of a car, which is a, a uh, an instrument, a tool that is used for transportation, you have to have a driver license. The reason you have to have that is because there are other cars on the road, because it is a very dangerous tool, and it can kill people. It does. A gun is designed to kill people. That's all it's designed to do, is to kill things and people. I don't give a shit if it's a BB gun or if it's a fucking you know, M40 machine gun, they are all designed with the same purpose, which is to shoot and hurt or kill things. Why don't you have to have a license to own a gun? Why is there still a way to purchase a gun as a 16-year-old at a fucking gun show where nothing's tracked and you can do whatever the hell you want with it? It's ridiculous. There's no waiting period. There's no background check. You can just go buy it privately from someone else. So I, I bring it up because I was... I was blown away. The speeches that I was hearing, like normally when I hear kids speak, a lot of my brain goes, God, they really suck at speaking. <laughs> no,
4: these kids are <laughs> because it's, so smart.
0: Because it's a it's a thing that I do well. It's something that I did well as a kid and I've kind of kept with and it's something I do professionally is a lot of public speaking. But these kids, what they were saying was so important that their their skills in delivering it didn't need to be there.
4: Somebody, somebody said, being up on our Capitol, particularly that there was not, that there was no reason that you should be able to have contact with three people that have had experiences with these shootings around you. That there is no reason that that should happen, and that's what happened up on the Capitol. Yeah. Whether they were involved in Columbine or Sandy Hook or you know San Bernardino, any of those. You know, mass shootings. There, that is the reality well, of it. And it.
0: it goes beyond. This is one of the things that was that was important note for me from that whole thing. It goes beyond school shootings.
2: Oh yeah. Well, it
1: goes it's beyond Las
0: people Vegas. who
2: are doing those those it's comments saying. Be nice to people. Step up. Don't walk out. That's ridiculous. No because- one was
0: not nice to that fucking piece of shit that shot up a concert full of people with fully automatic rifles, just mowed people down that he never met, he didn't know, he didn't give a fuck about.
2: Or the theater blackened theater you don't know who's in there that, that, that wasn't people because they weren't nice to him like I get the school thing and the bullying thing and you shouldn't bully and yada 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 like yes that's you shouldn't you shouldn't some people bully, are just
4: born psychopaths
2: yes period
0: and it should <laughs> be harder for them to get weapons and I think what's particularly driving about this is what's crazy the Sandy Hook shooting when did that happen that was like 10 2012. years
4: 2012 it was 5 years okay, ago because so it was years right ago. after I started at
0: so 5 years ago and people involved in that have had to endure all these other shootings since then with no
2: changes. Well, it was like the guy Columbine? in the wheelchair from Columbine who's there protesting. I turned to Chris and I said, how sad is it that this guy is now a grown man in a wheelchair and not <laughs> one damn thing has changed. Yeah. Not one thing. Yeah, it's... it's.
0: I think there's a real That's potential. not true. There was a temporary ban. Well, there was the Brady Bill. <laughs> Which and the Brady Bill expired a little bit. And yeah. the Brady Bill wasn't even because of Columbine. The Brady Bill was because of a senator or a representative I can't remember who had gotten shot. But yeah, Kathy yeah, Giffords gets fucking shot in the face, and nothing happens. Our congressmen get fucking shot up at a softball game in the nation's capital
2: last year. Last year, last year huh? nothing happens.
4: Why are these? I mean, I get it's
2: money, but. That's what but it is. But it's not even that much money. So they did that $1. five or $1.50 or yeah, whatever. Yeah, so that was mind.
0: really cool. Yeah. five. they took all the money that the NRA has donated to Marco Rubio's campaigns. And they
4: were all wearing them. Which, by the And they divided way, it by the
0: number of kids and $1. five. That's all you need worth.
4: is CPR, clear backpacks, oh. and rocks. Yeah,
2: exactly.
0: I just, I want to say we need to bring back the Google for Rick Santorum means a, frost, a frothy mix of <laughs> semen and fecal matter. <laughs> what so remember okay years years and years ago remember that years and years remember ago, that? Years and years ago remember that. Uh, john stewart on the daily show so Rick Camps santorum was running for president this was maybe three election cycles uh was running for president and he's always been a fucking crazy piece of shit so john stewart made the the suggestion that santorum <laughs> meant uh the the frothy a frothy mix of of semen seminal and fecal matter and within a week, if you searched for Rick Santorum, Google would pop that up. You know how sometimes it pops up a definition when you search for something? <laughs> That's what it would That's pop up. That's what it would pop up. And like the first page was nothing but places for that definition to show up. And he it took him years to get his own page back to the top.
2: <clears throat> That's awesome. So, and I think we need to get that page back. That the-
0: guy is just such a piece of shit. Um <laughs> God damn. but I think there's hope I think there's a lot of hope now because this this group of teenagers are not slowing down and it's so recent and, and they are turning of 18 really now. big names
4: that are saying you keep doing I but the pope tweeted like you guys keep doing what you're doing like don't stop
0: yeah don't stop and I don't think these I don't think the kids there will I think having
2: um, I'm pretty sure they won't either because you know what there's going to be more shootings
0: well here's the thing they're not going to
2: have they're going to have fuel for their fire
0: so he- here's here's a big difference okay Sandy Hook that sucks that's in the age of mass media but it was little kids right little kids don't have the same sort of access and the same sort of willpower and fortitude and fuck the system attitude that older kids do Columbine when it happened I remember when it was happened I, I I was a senior in high school And I was living in Wyoming and every fucking truck in our school parking lot had guns in the racks, sitting in the trucks. And Columbine happened and a lot of stuff started to change at the school level. But this is still back in the days where mass media doesn't exist. CNN was still a news station. Uh, And that's how you got your news. There wasn't a ton of online resource for news. So it was papers and it was television media. And I don't think there was... It was still
2: mostly reporting news and not just whatever the hell they wanted.
0: But beyond that, there wasn't Twitter, there wasn't no, there Facebook was yet, MySpace, MySpace just barely had started. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's no Snapchat, there's no way to do mass communication with people, like email was it, like telnet chat rooms were kind of a place ICQ. to gather. Yeah, IRC, ICQ, um, but, but ultimately there's not a lot of communication. AOL. That's... That's very different now. So fast Mm -hmm. forward almost 20 years. I'm starting to learn that there was 20 years. Yeah, you you (laughs) kind (laughs) of skipped some some time there. Fast forward almost 20 years. This happens again in a high school. And I know we've had other school shootings, but two to three people is a lot different than 17. A lot different than someone walking through a school, opening fire on anyone and everyone, just without cause. Um, if, If Columbine would have happened now, I think we would have had the same kind of action. But now because a teenager in Florida can communicate with a teenager in Salt Lake City and help set up an an organized march to to say we need change and can motivate people to register to vote and to go out and vote and to vote these dumbasses out that are unwilling to make changes, that's a big difference. Did and you I think see that's that there were, ki- there were kids
4: at the Park City one um, from Parkland that were here on spring break, and they were up at the march in Park City? Well,
2: so. the thing is, too, is... Kids these days, as opposed to even Columbine, and and I say this based on on my kids and 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 how I was, they they do tend to buck the system more. They 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 are more radical and and they're more accepting. And so when something bad like this happens, they say we're we're mostly accepting of everyone. Why are you? making this a problem there. They, they're so willing to accept gay and, and race and, and whatever, as long as it's not hurting someone. And so when it hurts someone, that's, what's pissing them off as opposed to, you know, dumb things. At least that's kind of how I feel when I talk to my kids is, you know, everything's a little, it's a big thing to them, but in perspective, I think they have a better idea because they can see these world events happening if they stop and, and pay attention to them. They see that we don't have to listen to our our elders. Like my kids always tell me and I say you should have respect for your elders. Well why? Like they want to know why. I have respect for people who earn it not just because they're older than me. And these kids are of that generation where we don't have to respect them just because they're old and they've been there and because they have experience. They need to also have respect for us when we're here living it and, and being the ones in danger. That's a, that's another huge difference between now and then is not just the media, but the kids. And I don't want to say that they're disrespectful because they're not necessarily, but they just like kids have to earn adults respect these kids feel like, why should I just give an adult respect just because they're older than me?
4: No, I think it's sick. I think it's cycl- sick, uh, cyclical. Cyclical? Yes, yeah, cyclical. Because our generation didn't have to deal with something like this. We didn't have to be that way. Fast forward to before our parents' generations, they had to deal with that civil rights. Like, there's, we weren't involved in something well, like, like that, that we have, that we have to be the way that the kids need to be right now.
0: That's like what I was saying with, with, uh, before the March was that the walkout that happened on the 17th, I, I said many times, I don't know if I said it here or, or just in conversation, but, and I said, it's my kids. If you, if you want to walk out of school, walk out. If you get suspended, who fucking cares? Because Sean's whole school walked out. During the civil that that's different. And I it's know, really but... cool that the school did that. But but there were schools threatening to suspend kids for walking out of school. Mm-hmm. Good. Walk out. Because guess what? In the civil rights era in the fifties and the sixties, um, when they did things like sit ins, they went to jail. They mm-hmm. got beat by cops. Yep. But it made a change. It made a change start start to occur. And things don't happen until someone does something and that act of walking out is, is making a statement. We're, we're, we're standing up for something and, you know, do what you're going to do to us, but you have to live with those consequences. But that's civil disobedience. That's something this country was born on. The, 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 everyone, you know, you think back to the New England Tea Party, right? Huge, famous event in our history. It was just a, it wasn't all that crazy. Like, if you think about what actually happened, they got onto a ship and they threw a bunch of fucking tea into the harbor. And the reason they did that is because of the tea tax that was being imposed on them. And they were sick of being taxed without having any kind of actual representation in the English parliament. And so they threw a bunch of tea overboard on a ship. And that act, it's not the only thing that led to it, but it's kind of seen as a keystone of, of, of the Revolutionary War. This country was founded. When you talk about what founding fathers wanted, that's the kind of action that they wanted. That's the kind of actions they took to create this country. It wasn't Jesus bullshit.
2: It's a little ironic that they are telling kids that that they want them to give up their guns on, you know, because it's their amendment and it's their right and they have to be able to fight for, you know, fight against the government. And then they tell these kids. don't fight against the government but you know what else is their right as as americans going to school scared every
0: day that they're gonna come home safe to fucking change the goddamn constitution
2: it's an amendment to begin with
0: if you're black you used to be three fifths of a person that couldn't actually vote but you counted as three fifths of a person for representation if you're a woman you didn't get to vote in this damn country for years if you are 18 you didn't get to vote in this country for years those things all changed because we changed the Constitution. So just because it's written in the Constitution doesn't mean it has to fucking stay It's it. an
2: amendment to the Constitution already. It can
0: be removed. I know it's part of our Bill of Rights, but it doesn't matter. We have the ability as a nation to change that, to remove that, to alter that. We're
4: gonna follow suit with like Australia and stuff like that.
0: All right, can we move on? We don't have a lot of time, but I wanted to get to a few fun liquor stories since we do have a an interview with a liquor attorney. I know Jeremy was getting into okay. other legislation. We're going to talk about that next week, probably. <laughs> she so. needs to
2: leave the that, highlighted. The thing is, thing thing is, thing is like, all,
0: the, all the legislative articles that are out there right now are like headline for one and then like five pages of other shit that has nothing to do with the headline. Uh, so, because they're trying to get a bunch. Look, the last couple of days of the legislature, they passed like 600 things, and then Herbert has to sign them over the next two weeks. So, um, there's not a lot to go on in terms of what was passed until at the end of the session. So, um, anyway, so some some different stuff that's that's going on uh, in the state from uh, a liquor perspective. So, we talk about this one a little bit. So, I'll just mention it briefly. We talk about it a little bit in the interview. So, uh, and and Tanner did confirm the bill did pass. Uh, to get rid of the statute or legislation that uh, created the lawsuit from movies, So you can now serve alcohol with rated-R movies and live performances as long as they don't contain sexual, sexually explicit content or something well, like that. nude. Yeah, nudity. Uh, like live nudes. So like Book of Mormon can now do the Eccles Theater. Uh, drag shows are much safer than they ever were uh, as a result. Are they? <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> If you, yeah they are so. <laughs> what's this i I read this craft cocktail thing, and i I still don't really understand it, Jess, do you
4: no, it just' is talking about how Utah has this budding cocktail scene, and
0: because we have to be creative
4: <laughs> right, yes, uh. I wouldn't even say. well, else is craft cocktail. So, you know, you go to places like um, Lake Effect, which is a new—well, uh, I like a year old almost. Yeah, now, it's still I guess. pretty new. Yeah, though. it's still pretty new. And they're creating drinks. I mean, look at our friends at um, Water Pocket. You know, they—they they have people that are creating drinks around their liqueurs, and so you know, it's. It's just giving people who are coming from out of town an opportunity to see that using our own, you know. Using
0: our own liqueurs and and whiskeys and whatnot.
4: Absolutely.
0: One thing I will say about craft cocktails, they're more expensive. Um, You go to a bar like Avant Garde or Lake Effect, um, you're going to pay more for this type of drink and you're like, why the fuck should I pay $8 for a drink that's got a shot and a half of whiskey in it. And it's because it's a really fucking good drink. And because craft cocktails typically take a lot longer to make. It's not, it's not a Red Bull and vodka where they fucking hold two buttons on the spray gun and fill up a glass (laughs) with ice. Like that takes two seconds to make. I can shove it to you and it doesn't fucking matter. You're just getting drunk. A craft cocktail takes time. Uh, Even in some of the best bars in a, in a place like Las Vegas, for example, where they have those huge bartending competitions, It still takes a while to make a really good craft cocktail. And the stuff that they put out in those speed competitions, while good, they are the best bartenders in the world. Uh, And and an average bartender is going to take three to four minutes to make a really, like, I make a a really good blood orange Manhattan that I've been making. But it takes five minutes to make one. That's not a winning proposition at a bar if you're only charging four or five bucks for it. Uh, So you have to kind of keep that in mind that you are going to pay a little bit more, but it's totally worth it.
4: You can follow like Sugar House uh, Distillery has really awesome ones that they post all the time. Um, also, Water Pocket, I'll, I'll link to both of those. Their Instagrams just because they do feature cocktails. There are restaurants um, that are creating cocktails
0: based off of these. So it's really cool. All right. Last thing I want to talk about is uh, a Utah original Winger's. I did not realize. I didn't know it was a Utah. I original. did not realize it was a Utah-based company, actually. I did not either. I um, want one. To, I
4: like their put it in. quesadillas.
0: I, okay, look. I like Wingers. Uh, they're sticky fingers. Uh, wingers has gone downhill. They've closed yeah. some restaurants. I
4: think there's only like a couple that left. That
0: one on Redwood is uh, so not good. Because of yeah, this. I don't think this, I've ever been to Wingers. Because of this. Well, and So we used to go when they used to do the all-you-can-eat sticky fingers because they're so good. Their sauce is really the only thing that's worth going it into that place for. It. But every time you've gone in, I haven't gone in a couple years. And part of that is because the last few times it's been a dump. It's like walking into a fucking mobile home with like broken down shit. Um, so they are, they're doing a big rebranding and re-envisioning. They're 25 years old. They've been around for 25 years, which is pretty impressive. Um, especially for a, a pretty much just a local chain. Um, so they, uh, they're revamping all the restaurants to have a modern sports bar filled. So kind of like, uh, their big competition, which is places like, uh, um, I wouldn't even say Iggy's. I would say like Buffalo wild wings, um, wing nuts. That's exactly what their competition is.
4: Did you read this family history? This family is my favorite. That's what I was just looking at. They are the creators of Chi Chi's Mexican restaurant. That's where I went for my baptism dinner, by the way. So and there's the only one left. I, and then it turned into Garcia's and then that was that. So. so when I was were, they baptized, were running, I
0: just had milk for dinner. Well, so they ran. Well, they know, ran Middler. Tony Roma's. They yeah. ran uh They've run they a bunch they, of businesses that have gone out of business. They run the TGI Fridays in West Valley and Nampa. Is not all, um, all the TGI Fridays gone or is there nope, still Nope, there's a there? new one in West Valley at Valley Fair Mall. Huh? Ah and it's yeah and which is kind of
3: cool cuz i've been one of t g a fridays their commercials always make their stuff look better than it Just really is the one is. up the one up yeah, i
2: mean a French onion soup
3: the one up by me closed they tore the building down and now it's a coffee shop there yeah. used to be
2: one by the um the mall that they tore down to mall. yeah thank you these
4: chefs that they've hired to revamp this are pretty legit yeah so use? they're
0: they're 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 streamlining the menu they're adding a bunch of tap beers which is a big deal so they're making it more like an alehouse than and a sports bar which for wings and fries, it's what you do. Uh, so you keep the menu short. Um, they can still produce the, the same thing that people like. Uh, they're not using frozen wings anymore. They're doing fresh chicken uh, again. Cutting heads off in um, the back? No, they're not cutting the heads off in the back. That's <laughs> fucking illegal. You can't do that. Um, remember the goat guy, the Mediterranean restaurant that was killing goats in the back? Yes. <laughs> it's all <Lake>. My
4: meat <laughs> fresh, okay?
3: Yeah, there's still parasites. In a Chinese restaurant and, downtown. Oh, dude, Little World's the best. Yes. they were. You know, they were
0: killing chickens in the back. Fuck, you knew when you <laughs> walked in that place what was going on and you still ordered food. <laughs> like, I, I got to wonder what the hell they did to piss off someone to get the health <clears throat> inspector to actually give them a... Be- like, was this like the new guy? Like, their old guy retired? Retired. And, uh, and Frank retired. And they put the new guy on the scene and he's like what the fuck's going on in here? Like, he's just, it's like this first day on the DA job. He's trying to be super diligent. He's like, motherfucker. He's like, I ran out of tickets. I got to go get
3: another book for violations because they had 176 violations. It's like Men closed. in Black when he first realizes everybody's an alien. <laughs> he's just standing there like, what? Yeah. <laughs>
0: like the teacher's just like, I always knew my second grade teacher.
1: <laughs> I was from another planet. <laughs>
0: oh yeah i mean i just i can't imagine like what it took for them because that was that was uh that week they had shut down i remember like three or four different restaurants all with a lot of violations they were all in the hundred like a hundred plus violations like you have to that just tells me you have to be really fucking terrible for the health code health department to give a shit i have
4: been a restaurant manager and i don't like my store was Spotless. I do not understand. Like it's got to be pure laziness. Hey, that's so all it is.
0: Here's the thing: there's a reason why places like the Olive Garden are fairly successful, and that's because they harp on stuff like that. I wasn't. a restaurant manager there, but yes, no, that is but true. That's a big part of it. Like there, yes. I have I have customers. I won't name them on the air, but I have customers that I will not eat at their restaurant because I know what the back looks like. I'll tell you guys off the air if you want to know. (laughs) Um, But uh, restaurants are disgusting fucking places, and it's not hard to keep them clean. Um, But if you let them go for a couple weeks, it's hard to get them clean. Okay, with us today we have uh, Tanner Leonard. Or Tanner Strickland Leonard. I still like the three names better because it's it's just more
3: authoritative.
5: It is my name, so
3: it's your own law firm, or you're trained to be a prophet because you gotta have three names. Oh,
5: yeah. see, I'm learning things on this podcast already. I, I
0: assume that's <laughs> that's a that's a married name, the the Strickland Leonard, because there's no hyphen on your your website here. So that's true. You know, I just no?
5: added the Leonard when I got married. Wow,
0: that's 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 a bold move. Thank you. Your name's still first. He's kind of an afterthought. <laughs> is <laughs> awesome though. Uh so Tanner is and is is an attorney. Um should we I can't say the word lawyer cuz I'll just it sounds I just terrible, start, You, hick. I start saying liar. Li- liar? <laughs> and it's not on purpose. It's just cuz I'm I have terrible You're southern. Speech. Yeah. Uh so anyway, there's there's some disclaimers. This is not uh we're not offering legal advice. Um, We're just talking. Educational Uh, purposes only.
5: Well, I certainly hope that no one who is not a lawyer would be offering legal advice because that would be a whole different kettle of fish. (laughs) (laughs) I also am not offering legal advice at this time. I'm providing general information and I'm happy to be here and do so awesome.
0: So we're we're going to we're going to get into it in just a few minutes but but we kind of want to get to know Tanner a little bit. So tell us about yourself. Have, have you always been in Utah?
5: No, my husband and I moved here about 10 years ago to go to grad school and it's just such an awesome place here we are still and we moved down here from Montana. Spent a few years being a ski bum. And before that, I uh, lived in England. Was a bartender over in Oxford. Sweet. Lived in New Zealand. Was a bartender down in New Zealand. But as fun as that sounds, it wasn't very smart because they don't tip in those countries. Nope. True. Yeah. So, true. Yeah.
3: That's, that's what Peter was saying. Yep. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't understand tipping.
0: So, uh, but We're, that's because you make a better wage as a bartender than here,
3: in theory, right?
5: Then here, yes. Yeah,
3: you gotta make an actual wage.
5: Well, they pay you in pounds in England and those are those are know, worth a lot more than a dollars. A <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Depends
4: on the date of the exchange on- rate.
0: <laughs> well I mean it's maybe that then that was like in the what, mid nineties maybe? Two thousands, two thousand five. All right, that's there.
5: it. I'm walking. How much <laughs> do I
0: look? No, I
5: was I was actually in England for 9-11. So just oh, turn of the century, uh, close so enough. Close you enough. forget
2: that it's twenty eighteen. So ten I, years ago was two, only two thousand and eight. Like, yeah, for me, ten
0: years ago is still the nineties. <laughs> like it, like it's I 80s. Just, I've just lost <laughs> an entire century of my life. <laughs> um, so yeah, but I mean that was good back then. Before they joined the EU, the pound was strong. So anyway, that's enough about Britain. We, we talk way too much about about the UK on this podcast. Um, so that's interesting. So you you lived in Montana for a while, and you came here, and you like here better than Montana.
5: No, I love Montana. I mean, <laughs> no. I'm, I'm, I'm an equal opportunity as far as the Western states go. But uh, just as far as, you know, graduating from law school and my husband graduating from uh, school up at the U., and the, the jobs are here. And honestly, the liquor laws are a little bit crazier here. So it gives me a little bit more work to do.
0: Uh, so l- let's talk about that. So your your specific type of law that you practice is hospitality and, and alcohol related?
5: Yes, that is what I primarily practice. I'm with the law firm of Christensen & Jensen, which is traditionally an insurance defense firm. It's one of the oldest in the country. And they've been really great at uh, supporting me and doing this kind of new, newer venture. There's a, a few of us out here. There's there's a few liquor law attorneys. And um, it's, it's just interesting. It's something <laughs> that not a lot of... Um, People understand the ins and outs of the laws, just that generally they are different than the rest of the country. And that's what gets me a lot of my work is when people come in from other states and they want to do things the way that they do in other states. And and, and things are a little different here.
0: So there's a lot of what you do, um, just setting up stuff, trying to get people to a point where they can get liquor licenses. Uh, walking them through a lot of that sort of process or are you doing mostly uh, litigation type stuff?
5: It's not so much the litigation. I've been asked um, a few instances to help out with litigation suing the DABC and I've said, you know, no, I I need to keep a good relationship with those guys. They have a tough, tough job. Mm -hmm. Um, So what I primarily do is, Everything from helping apply for licenses, which is usually people from out of state, Uh, to, through compliance issues, um, if somebody wants to sell or transfer or buy their license, uh, if people get violations, whether they're serving underage people or they have the random violations we see for things like not, um, serving food with your alcohol, the Mm -hmm. whole intent to dine situation. So those are the ones that are very, I've I've done a lot of those, especially the transfers since that law took effect just a few years ago. That's been very popular. On the other hand, I also do um some consulting with people who have advertisements that they want to run. And, you know, they're there it's a touchy-feely thing because it's not clear-cut all the time. What is an appropriate ad? What are we allowed to say? Some things are very clear that you are not allowed to say. If you drink this beer, you will become a good guitar player, and you can't, you can't do
0: that. Um, but you can show a good guitar player drinking beer.
2: No, you may not show really? the act of drinking. You can't see that in commercials. Haven't you ever noticed oh, that? Oh,
0: that's right. I remember the, the... It's not the 70s anymore. Was It, the Heine- it was Heineken that had uh, Neil Patrick Harris doing the commercials where he's like, yeah, he never I can't it. drink this on camera. So he steps off to the But side. he does take his pants off.
1: I, remember, I that.
3: remember that that group of commercials. I didn't even. I think remember that as that a kid watching like. the commercials with smoking and drinking both. Oh yeah, and in magazines. magazine, <laughs> in magazines. Like, like, cool Joe Camel playing pool with everyone. Yeah, like, actually smoking. That was awesome. and and I do remember The Camel that. gear that you could get from you, the well, cable you points. You probably had cable when you were a kid. I
2: did have cable, we like
3: didn't. the leather jacket. We, the leather we had the poor jacket. TV with six channels.
5: Somebody's listening to this and thinking, what's a commercial? I hadn't, you know,
0: (laughs) I guess there are those people. Oh, they don't pay for premium Hulu. Come on. They've seen some commercials. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I I have a question actually. What is the craziest thing that you've had to deal with in, in terms of, uh, of our laws? Um, Like the craziest violation. Well,
5: and also I, you know, I'm an attorney and there's attorney client privilege. And so there's things that I can't say that maybe involved a little bit of press, so I can't maybe something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm not sure. The craziest thing I have had um I have I'm I'm sorry, I don't have anything like super exciting. (laughs) I've had a couple of emergency meetings that have been called that I've had to, you know, just get ready for the night before but that's more lawyer exciting than anything (laughs) really um alcohol exciting um can I talk about something that I was not involved with sure yes so I don't know if you guys recently saw some of the press about there was a um a spate of all-male dancer review. Yes. I heard about that. <laughs> so again, I'm going to go they, hashtag
4: like a, not my client. Like a traveling group, is that what they were? Which is
5: something that um yes, they're a traveling group and you are allowed to in with certain types of licenses operate under somebody's license when you come in. And, um, so it's like a
3: mobile magic mic?
5: <laughs> yeah, basically. That is a a good illustration and a good alliteration at the Sweet same time. time. Pro- probably
3: not as
0: as good looking though. Well probably not. You don't know. I, I don't. I have no idea.
5: I don't know because I wasn't there, but I I do know that it was there's been more than one um there's bar one that night. has been stung because of these places coming through and saying, like, oh we'll take care of it, oh we're fine and the licensees who are good upstanding operators they you know want to do everything right they just are a little too trusting and just think it's fine and by the time the um issues come around and the citations are sent out the troops are long gone and um the best part is is i know a few of the guys over at the state bureau of investigation and they just say you know oh my gosh the our officers their agents that we had to send to go undercover to do these stings i mean that's <laughs> I an assignment i so mean that is be an assignment an sting officer?
0: Do, do you know how, how mike well, do you know how they decide to do these things uh, through the dabc because I, this this brings up uh, a similar sort of scenario it's it's definitely different but bruvies for example uh, and what but happened that's a,
4: but that's a bigger law that is that affects the drag Seen that effect it's like that's that's a huge it's not just breovies.
0: all right, but it is. But I'm just like, saying, in general, that brings who, up the, the who's bigger sending question like how the sting for it, like, yeah. Like, who decides that, that they're going to do that?
5: So it's not the DABC, it's the State Bureau of Investigation, so it's the SBI as opposed to the FBI. And our SBI is one of the largest funded SBIs per capita in the nation, um, about Six years ago, I think, during the legislative session when we were having a whole bunch of restaurants that wanted to come into the state, including a client of mine who, um, you know, wanted to come in and open 10 restaurants and bring in just, I mean, nearly a thousand jobs and they couldn't get a license for a restaurant. And so we did some lobbying and um, got the increased amount of restaurant licenses, which was awesome and a direct percentage of that money that comes from those operators and the licensing fees goes straight to the State Bureau of Investigation's budget paying for agents to specifically go to do stings at restaurants.
3: So you're paying for your own demise?
5: Well, no, because all my clients are wonderful <laughs>
0: operators. Yes, but and you, you, you are paying for the agency that... You're that, paying for the enforcement. It, yeah. yeah, polices you. And that's not uncommon in... in
2: the world. We all pay for the agencies that police us, Jeremy. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed that.
1: Oh <laughs> <Well>, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> when that
2: cop pulls you over, you know, you pay a tax that helps. You know, it's just it's just interesting. Like, how do they
0: pick that one stick? Because especially with like this traveling show, like mm-hmm. there have been multiple establishments that have had them in, but only one gets cited.
5: So it does take a little bit of knowledge. It has to do with. You know, following the scenes, seeing um what the trends are. Um, they they really are. These guys have such a uh the DABC has a tough job. So sometimes they do hear of things. Um I know that some operators will turn each other in. You know, if you're if you're one restaurant and you're really ticked that the restaurant down the street's not following the rules, you can tip people off and then it starts to get known and there may be a recommendation from the DABC to the SBI. Um, I have no confirmation of this, but I'm quite confident that t- these state agencies are on social media and that they are monitoring. <laughs> of course, they some are. You'd, things.
0: Have, you'd have to be crazy to to not understand that they were doing that sort of thing. So I mean, that's, that's that's like all one kinds way. of West Side
3: Story with these restaurants. Well,
2: schools do that. I mean, why why wouldn't? I mean,
0: that's just I mean an the easy restaurants way turn each other in.
3: Yeah, well, but it's competition. When you like, jet, you jet to the end. As,
0: as much as these guys want to say it's, we're just trying to build a community. I mean, we talk to a lot of distillers, and it's every man for himself. They they all say, well, we have this great guild. We all like each other, and then off mic, you know, on more <laughs> than one occasion, I've heard people say yeah, no, everyone hates each other. <laughs> like, I don't know how we even <laughs> form these groups to to do these things. And and there are some vested interests involved. But at the end of the day, you know, and this is this is just an example off the top of my head, but, you know, uh, Ogden's Own Distillery is a direct competitor of Surehouse. They produce some of the same products. They're going to buy <laughs> for the same business as a local distiller. Uh, so there is competition there. And so this is the same in the restaurant world. If you know... The restaurant down the street is is serving underage people and getting better business as a result. And you're trying to level the playing field by you know calling the cops on them. Is that? I mean, is that? That's
2: <laughs> a get off my lawn. It's a get off my lawn kind of thing. Yeah.
5: I I I think as far as the manufacturing side goes, there's still so little of it in Utah, so um, I I haven't seen that. But as far as the restaurants go, yes, and and it is. Difficult, too. As an attorney, one of the things that I get called on, unfortunately, is usually after the fact. I really love my clients who call me from (laughs) the beginning, you know, before so we can avoid getting in trouble and we can avoid having to go in front of the commissioners and beg for forgiveness. They really rather prefer asking permission. Um one of the things that they, that restaurants and other places do have, um, problems with is that there are over 2,000 licensees. So 2,000 outlets in Utah that can sell liquor and the DABC only has a certain amount of employees and manpower. And so there are certain things that can happen at one place and uh, that oh, well, we do it this way here and they can do it that way there. And then again, with the laws changing so often and the grandfathering that's coming in and the timelines, I mean, we have the law that's on the books right now. We're going to be having changes until 2022.
0: Well, and that's when grandfathering goes away,
5: right? Exactly. But it up until then, there's going to be stages of, you know, percentages, ratios of food to alcohol that restaurants that used to be bars but now have changed to restaurants have to hit and I mean just things like that where it just changes and there's a lot of room for error, a lot of room for miscommunication um, hopefully we're streamlining some of the things but at the same time it it, it has kept me very busy. I was going to say
0: that's good business for you but that's really bad we, we've we harped on this before but that seems to be bad for business so you said you know, 2000 sounds like a lot but we live in a, a metropolitan area that from Ogden to Provo is 2 million-ish people. Mm-hmm. That's not very many restaurants with licenses for 2 million people. And some of those licenses, though, like, correct me if I'm wrong, does, does Chili's having a license is one license for all the Chili's?
5: No, there is the possibility for a what's called a master license, which is if you want more than five. Um, so if a chain restaurant was to come in and want to do 10 all at once, they could do one um, I did have a client who came in last year and that was something that we looked at, but it's just not necessary. It won't be necessary unless we get to a point where we're running out of licenses again. The, what you may be thinking of too is, uh, there is a resort license, which can house a few different licenses. I think I haven't ever dealt with one of those.
0: So like Snowbird can have. So I have a, a question about, this one, this you stuff. brought up
2: resorts. Is it still, you still can't, if you're in a resort, like snowboard, for example, if you're at a private party, you cannot walk out of that private party with your drink to somewhere else. Like you have to consume it before you, you leave, right? Or at least that's the way it used to be. And I don't know with all of the laws. I'm not giving you legal advice, but I would say don't do that. (laughs) Well, So I used to go to conferences up there and we would have not private party like a, like a. Just a like private a, event, but yeah, like a a business party where they had wine and stuff, and then we'd say, let's you know go down to the bar and finish drinking, and and you you can't you can't take your your glass beyond that point because that was served with like a different license than where you walk to the the bar, and you can't walk into that place. Even though it's yeah. all snowboard with that's that weird. And that's probably correct. the same liquor. Like well, they're probably gonna the, the same that, wine. That, that, that's but.
0: actually the same they have that same policy at Snowbird because they do the Oktoberfest every year. If you buy beer out in the event, you can't take it into the bar which is ten feet away inside the door.
5: So every premise that is can sell liquor has when I say liquor, I mean Everything you know wine beer, it's all included. you have to submit with your application you have to submit a map i mean it's it's a floor plan and it shows exactly where you're allowed to have alcohol there, and never the twain shall meet, so if you are just by yourself in your you know outside or up in your condo drinking, you can't bring any alcohol onto those premises. They are not selling. It's just you're just. It's like magnets. You're not allowed to unless it's a bottle of wine that you are bringing for yourself to have,
0: which which a lot of people don't know that you can do that in the state of Utah. You can bring your own wine bottle into places and they just charge a corkage fee, fee.
5: but not beer or liquor, just wine.
3: Yeah, really weird. So is it like that elsewhere, like outside the state? Outside as far as the as far as the venues and not, or is that a very Yeah, Utah let's talk thing. about
5: how weird our laws
4: actually are compared to other states. <laughs> I will say I'm
5: a member <laughs> of the National Association of Licensing Compliance Professionals, which is a fancy way of saying liquor lawyers of America. And, I don't going like to, to, to the <laughs> <laughs> um uh, we're 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 trying to get a conference here in Salt Lake in 2021. So we need everybody's support. Like, hey guys, come on, come we see will us. #Hashtag come that for you. <laughs> can, can
0: we have it at the Southtown Expo Center next to a gun show? Because
2: uh, <laughs> there's, there's always a, pretty a gun much show every
5: other weekend. <laughs> That's not on my proposal, but, uh, you know, maybe a, maybe a showing down there. Um, so one of the things that I've learned from going to these conferences with lawyers from all across the country who deal with liquor laws is that, yes, ours are special, but there are some really crazy ones in other states as well. If you look at, maryland and pennsylvania there's change by county i mean it is absolutely some places you cannot brown bag some places you can only brown bag some places you have to i mean it's just it's everybody's got their own deals when um i was down in new orleans and we were talking about the you know the changes that are coming through and the grandfathering structures they had i kid you not a grandfathering pos- provision in their new stripper law that let the dancers who were under 21 be grandfathered in for a year until the new law with, the, I mean, it, come on <laughs> guys. I mean, that's, that's kind
2: of crazy that
5: you're talking about a 20 year old getting grandfathered in anything.
2: Yeah. So we're, we're <laughs> I all I can't special. think of my 20 my year old being well, grandfathered Well, I mean, like I said, wh-
0: where I was born was a dry County and, And they had a strip of liquor stores right outside limits. And now the city has grown so big that it's in the middle of the city and it's just not part of the city so that it can still sell. It's like
2: it's like Vatican City. And I never understood
0: it. City of liquor. Because they have bars. So they have restaurant and and bar liquor licenses. You can go out the bar and drink, but you cannot buy liquor from a liquor store in city limits. It's like Lynchburg, the saddest little town in the whole world. Yeah, they make all those booze and can't drink any of it. It's dry county.
5: Look at so. that. I got you guys all agreeing with me. <laughs>
0: no, and I've always said this, and a lot of our laws were originally modeled after other states mm-hmm. to begin with.
5: Oh, and even even now, the I was talking about the transfer of liquor licenses that just came into effect a few years ago, and that was totally modeled off of California's transfer license and we've we've amended it to be a little bit uh, better for Utah business. But how we're do still we, doing how that. How do we
4: run out of licenses? Can't somebody just like
5: print out Don't some they have like a money? Printer? Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> per it's, <laughs> capita It's set per capita and actually um, the most recent D A V C commission meeting they they said out loud what we had suspected, which is this latest legislation and the numbers that were given actually made the number of bar licenses shrink a little bit. They didn't go negative, but we were supposed to have another bar license available next month. And we don't. It's not going to come available till May. So, And that's,
0: and that's really tough. So w- one of the things that sucks about getting those licenses that, that I'm aware of just from my work in the restaurant and bar industry is you just have to go. You have to build all your stuff and eventually get your license hopefully so you can open your door and sell liquor but then stuff like this happens and
2: well don't you have to you have all your your structure in place because you have to be able to say you know we have everything that's necessary for this particular license before they'll give it to you? It depends on what kind of license you're asking for. So for a restaurant
5: license, statutorily, you don't have to open your doors for nine months. And, um, so I've, I've applied for and gotten liquor licenses for holes in the ground. That's for a restaurant. Um, it's, it's very much the commission's practice to only give out bar licenses to places that are ready to go because there's such a
0: there's so few of them
5: there's so few of them but um, a lot of people will get a restaurant license and wait and then be able to operate as a so, bar so, so
0: what do you think it would take to increase the number of bar licenses and change some of the some of the variances that we have for instance you can't have two bars within a certain distance of each other uh in the state. Like how how do you think That's an old law,
5: that's not in effect anymore. So the, that one was done away with. The, the biggest the issue right now we have with distances is the variances for churches and uh in parks and schools. They're called community locations, which is a whole list of things. And the commission, the DABC commission used to be able to um grant a waiver and as of this past, last year they they aren't allowed to grant waivers anymore right. the distance got a little shorter but it's been rough for a few uh a few locations that you know somebody's got a business or has just a building and they thought they were going to be able to put a restaurant in there and um you know you're in downtown Logan or some small town. And oh, my gosh,
0: there's there's either a church or a school or a little tiny park on every corner. Let's be clear. We live in Utah. There is a church (laughs) within within a quarter mile of everywhere. Oh, I've gotten
5: I've got an interesting one that I've just remembered that might be um, to this point. So I've got a building. It's two stories and they want to put a restaurant in downstairs. The variance issue came up and they're not going to be able to get it. So we're thinking um, well, the statute actually says it's got to be, you know, 300 pedestrian feet from the property border of the community location, so of the park, to the patron entrance.
2: Well, stairs. what if
5: we put it upstairs? Yeah, and yes, I got, the, I got the DABC like the, and, uh, agreed that, well, yeah, we're going to go in down the hallway, up the stairs, into the door upstairs.
0: Yeah, that, that is one thing we always say is the DABC, you know, they get, they get a lot of the blame, but they're not the bad guys. They're not guys. the, they're not the ones, ones well, that are so making the laws. All the time. And that's just an Those, example where mm-hmm. they're trying to be creative to use the law and
3: still allow businesses The, the, to the bourbon operate. house downtown is in the basement. I wonder if that's why. Because You have to go down the basement. <laughs> no, no, just I think that's cool. Just that <laughs>
4: yeah, just there's not a park or cool. a
3: church there.
5: No, there's so
3: many there.
5: Liquor licenses there. Oh. so,
4: so what? Oh, oh, no, go ahead. It's no. amazing to get if you into like that place. Statewide, your
5: reach is, or are you mostly in the Salt Lake?
3: Rally? Well,
5: Salt Lake does have just the greatest concentration um, of liquor licenses, but I've got clients all the way down in St. George and, um, Washington city all the way up to, I haven't gone, I haven't gotten farther north than Logan, but then that's I've, pretty you know, know. There's, a, pretty far uh, north.
3: there's really not much more. So <laughs> I like 20 more miles than yeah, out of I don't Utah. Hope not and yeah, even not. Of course,
5: <laughs> park city and out to Camas and Heber. And I mean, just anywhere it's, it It is interesting when you get down to it because it's not just the state, every single city has their own issues because before you can even apply at the state level, you have to have gotten a business license from the city. Well, you don't have to have the business license, but you will have to have, and you do have to have local consent, and several cities make it a you know city council vote in Salt Lake City, if you have a restaurant. They just they'll as long as you're within the variance they'll they'll stamp it for you they're great but for other cities it's a big huge deal to issue liquor licenses and so and every city is has its own specific laws so I get to learn all about those and what do you need to do to get a liquor license to West Jordan what do you need to do in Washington City and the answer in Washington City if you want to be a bar you got a. You get one
0: bar per twenty thousand people.
2: How many people are in Washington City? About twenty three thousand, yeah. and they have so one, one bar.
0: I'm God. wondering if that bar owner is friends with some council members.
1: Well, <laughs> I think they
5: just didn't. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not um, part of that, but. They go off of the U.S. census, so you have to wait. You oh, know, 10 what years. We'll see. Nice. We'll, see. We'll, see. Well, we'll see in two years <laughs> if they're going to get a second one, and if they if they don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's always ways to lobby. We could, you know, if you really wanted a bar down there, you could see about lobbying the city council yeah. yeah. to the, up the there?
0: C-
2: city ordinance. Well, that's what we
0: always talk about, about being involved, and I, I don't know how hard it would be to get the city council to Open another bar down there. Well,
2: so and I mean, let's be realistic. How, does Washington City need two bars? It does
0: because there's people in St. George that want to go to Washington. Really, which is like, old
2: people need to drink
4: too. Just su- stay in
0: St. George, people. Washington's a suburb please don't drive far. Washington's You're a old. suburb of St. George. It's, <laughs> it's one of the fastest right?
5: growing communities. In That's because the there's, there's
3: no more housing room left in St. George. So so not I to have totally crazy laws about solar energy down there. Gears, but to kind of go along with it, what do you think about uh, privatizing?
5: That is fascinating. I, I love the idea of it. I love the thought that it's even in play. I don't think it was something that was thought about a couple of years ago. I think the only way it would happen is a ballot initiative. I mean, that's my opinion. I just don't see the state legislature ever going in that direction, but given the success that we've seen or maybe success. I mean, we have until April to see if all these ballot initiatives have gotten their signatures. If you can get, marijuana on the ballot
3: i really feel like there's potential if we can get the huntsman's s- to say that they want to privatize it'll
4: happen. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna start a ballot initiative for getting alcohol shipped into utah that's gonna be i'm gonna stand outside of events so that's gonna be my ballot
3: initiative. <laughs> that's just because you're a collector I am. it's sad when you go to idaho in pocatello and the walmart there has a better liquor selection than the biggest liquor store in utah
5: it is amazing. I go to the commission meetings every month and uh, the very end of the commission meeting, they have a report on the listings of how many things they have delisted and how many new ones they've come in. And usually they list more than they delist. But last month it was, um, it, it was an amazing amount of delisting and I didn't feel like there was a whole lot of listing. And that's very much driven by consumer and Mm -hmm. how much people buy and what people buy
3: fireball people it's
5: fireball and it's
0: box wine when when i go into my (laughs) liquor store over there and they have two pallets pallets. full of crates of cannon uh, of was it cannonball
1: no fireball fireball, Fireball. whatever it's gross
0: uh they have two pallets (laughs) of it with just full of cases of that stuff out that tells me
3: they know what's selling we looked at what sells Like pints of vodka are huge. Oh yeah, they they have the 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 DABC puts out the list at the end of every year. So we read it last the end of last year. Some of that stuff that's like, what? (laughs) Yeah, well that's because we're that's
2: because we're old and so we don't drink that crap.
5: I mean, I do I do enjoy a good box of wine when I'm on a camping trip yeah, you know you don't want to be right? it's perfect but it's it is it was box. to see the, the top six
2: of the ten or wines were wine. do you think it amazing. has anything to do with our outdoor activity that people are outdoors more I want to think that yes
0: I like it I try it I try to put a positive spin on it do you, you, you want it. to think it's that or the fact that there's not enough space in most of the liquor stores to put any kind of real wine selection it's true there's more
3: box stuff because they can stack it yeah it's a lot there, well, and, it's, and you just need a straw. When we
2: used to buy it for the church, we always bought bags. boxed wine. <laughs> it was always boxed wine.
0: So I, so I'm actually curious because I don't think we'll ever privatize. I think privatization is even if there was a ballot initiative, I think the legislature would work to overturn that and do something different very quickly. It's too much money. The state it. gets to double dip. They get to take all the profit from the sales, whether it's a straight markup or not. They take all the profit from the sales, plus all the tax money. Why would they give up that income? That's just crazy
3: to give up that kind well, of money. was it last year, $41 million? Well, we're making
2: some moves. I mean, we've got the new liquor stores. Are, they're acquiescing and saying, okay, we shut down a bunch, but now we realize, okay, that maybe was a mistake, and opening more, and, and they're better. The new ones are better they're better organized they're they're nicer to be in unlike, they don't feel like uh, basements
0: unlike the one by Jeremy's house ours is out in the open you can <laughs> see it and you don't feel the one out so <laughs> Jeremy lives out I by like 100 the one on 134th and Banger oh, right it? there it's like, <laughs> so, like <laughs> to get into it there's the signs you can't see anywhere and once you get it's back to towards it's there's like shame. four buildings around yeah it. you get by Lowe's and then all of a sudden you see state liquor a store in a little parking lot like the parking lot's not even near the door it's it's
2: so sign people it's not that hard to find
0: it's great
4: what what happens but, if a restaurant move moves from cities do they have to reapply for their license
5: like, they can apply for a transfer of license uh location which the DABC is almost always going to approve cool. um and especially if it's just within counties or something like that uh, if you move into a different city you are going to have to get a new business license from that city so that might you need to you need to check that out first. Call me.
3: Yeah, probably call <laughs> probably call a, a legal representative. I then. like how that the big draper liquor store is right across from the prison and right next to the driver's license bureau. Well, <laughs> but best. it's always empty. Yeah, there's no one there. That's true. And it's that's nice. The prison's there. No one lives in Bluffdale yet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> our our, our liquor freely. stores here within both of them pretty much within walking distance are always busy. Yeah.
0: You know when they're this close together that we have a lot of drinkers in this part
1: of the valley.
2: <laughs> well, it's poor and it's, well, that, it's, that it's, current... it's ethnically diverse and most ethnicities are not LDS. Let's face it. They're they're drinkers. So so I, I, I'm curious,
0: what do you think the chances are of us changing? I'm going to get away from liquor a little bit, but changing the grocery store and convenience store beer laws. Uh, to get away from the the lower percentage, 2. yeah, like to go away from the three point two beer with, quite frankly, the much bigger consumable states, consumer states, going away with it on their own. So
5: that's something that the legislature very clearly did not want to address this year, and they because not- they can't
4: even Google it; they're blocked. <laughs>
5: They are yeah, that was that was fun being up on the hill and feeling like I was doing something naughty. Trying yeah, and I'm yeah. just,
3: what is <laughs> that? Just googling liquor people. Uh, yeah. Um Does it make me an alcoholic? It's <laughs> but your kids will be.
5: <laughs> uh you no, know, they were very clear that they didn't want to, that it's a wait and see game. They're gonna see what the big purveyors do. I think it's um just when you see how much of the consumption comes from those types of agencies, which it's grocery stores, it's also gas stations, it's also. Um, well, we've talked about it's the games, it's the jazz mm-hmm. games and the real mm-hmm. games.
3: And that's what's served at all the big games.
5: Well, but they're able to.
3: They're, they're a different buy, kind of yeah. license. They're not they're not selling. Oh, the we're same talking kind of about
5: stuff. ones that are off premise, which mm-hmm. means you buy and leave you can't drink you actually can't drink it there on premise so that is like gas stations and i don't know but mostly grocery stores i've seen some folks at the gas
1: station i'm just kidding
5: <laughs> right no, out you in the back it. in the parking lot um again we're talking in my legal world where everybody Damn. does exactly what they're supposed to <laughs> which would mean i wouldn't have a job um <laughs> but
2: you'd still be able to file permits <laughs> <laughs> it's
5: true this is true i think that um I think that one, they are serious about it being wait and see. They might be calling the bluff of, you know, MBEV and these huge corporations that say that they're going to do away with a low point alcohol because if they do away with a low point alcohol and we don't change, um, I mean, it would be one huge boon for some local purveyors who'd still do 3.2, but at the same time, just the crushing, crushing reality. I think of anytime something goes huge, um, say, oh, I don't know, a British Royal wearing some dress, and it just gets sold out and, you know, you know it crashes their website. On one hand, it's awesome. And that's great for people. But on the other hand, it's can be just overwhelming and too much as, as bad as too little. So I'm, I'm worried about what could happen if if somebody does pull the plug, like well, one of these big, huge places, just pulls the plug, and we try to fill that void.
0: Well, I mean, for, from their perspective, if I'm if I'm Anheuser Busch or I'm Coors Brewing Company, um, Utah represents. And it's Utah and Minnesota now are the only two left with that, that low-point beer.
5: I think so, because, yeah, um, Oklahoma, Oklahoma is phasing the, it out. They it's were the last scale. big
0: one to, to go. And so if I'm one of those two companies and I'm looking at it, this is 1% of my revenue, I don't know if it's worth it, because the the question is, does production of that and they've already said, like Anheuser Busch has already said, we're not. And you're starting to see it in the grocery stores. We're not carrying these lines anymore in yeah, the 3.2, Blue Moon and Shock Top, and all that kind of they're stuff. They're starting to go, to go away in the grocery stores. Those more, I don't know what you call them. They're, they're, they're
3: fake. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: Fake craft beers?
3: Frake, fake craft fake beers, craft. There's plenty
2: so of it, people where it's like the gateway craft beer. Yeah, the
3: gateway craft beer. <laughs> well,
2: for a lot, forever Jeremy thought that,
0: that Blue, um, Moon Blue Moon was, was a, a real craft beer. And I'm like, no, Coors makes that, buddy. Dash my dreams. Poor Jeremy. To, well, <laughs> but, but so I, I, I think we're going to see some of that claw back, but the big thing would be if Budweiser said we're not doing any more of it, if, if Coors said we're not doing any more of it. The problem is if they make that decision... And they make that decision and our legislature doesn't act on it fast enough. What you described will happen. Squatters and Uinta and Wasatch and Epic will all be very happy because they will see a boon. But there's no way they can handle the production required to meet the need of what goes on right now. Or
5: even the distribution yeah. system. And that's and so yes, i i I'm concerned and I'm wondering, and i I don't have the total insight into that. On the other hand, this past legislative session, we did have the laws go into effect where that all of these off premise places used to only be um licensed through the city. So a grocery store or a gas station in Salt Lake City, was monitored by Salt Lake. So I've gotten to go into the beautiful Downtown Salt Lake County City and County building and defend the clients, you know, for serving because and I did that there not at the DABC, the DABC just didn't grant that license and didn't do the bust. It was a local cop who did the bust there. Um that's changed for the back of house at these places. They're all having to come and get licensing through the state for the first time. So I am wondering if that is a toe in the door to saying, okay, the state may start thinking about, I mean, you know, just like that laying the foundation for way down the line
3: that yes, this, this is something that they are aware of. It's, it just feels like they give you something, but take something away.
5: I I definitely agree with that. And on the other hand, when I have seen legislation before, um, I've, I'm, I'm on the board of the Salt Lake Area Restaurant Association and, uh, we have lobbyists. And when we, when we get these bills of what it's going to look like before we give some pushback, it's just like guys, it could be worse. It could, <laughs> <laughs> it could be a lot worse. So yes, they this give you something and they take it away. But at the same time, it could be just, we're taking it all away.
0: So what happens when when people who have, haven't have touched a drop of alcohol in their life try to write legislation regulating it?
5: It's very confusing for them. I mean, I, I totally agree. I can't imagine if I tried to write a program manual for how to work these microphones. I feel like I'm somewhat Clever, but I would not know where to start. I wouldn't know what to do. I would do my best, but at the end of the day, I am not the best person to be doing that. And and I do feel like a lot of our legislators try to get educated, and some of obviously could care less, and they're just going to do what they're told.
0: So w- one of the <laughs> one of the things that I foresee being a problem with the three point two stuff, even even as. You know, Budweiser and Coors and some of these other big distributors go the way of, well, we're not going to make as many products. That's going to really start to hurt gas stations and grocery stores because they do a ton of volume in sales, and especially gas stations. That is their bread and butter. That's actually how they stay open. It's not selling gas or candy bars. Um, Do you have clients in those arenas? Do you deal with that at all yet?
5: I do, and it hasn't there hasn't been an issue. They're more represented by the retail trade associations, and that is because historically they have been represented through the retail industry, and they're doing the, in, in the 3.2 beer while still technically beer. It doesn't fall under the auspices of being liquor per the statutes. And so it is... Well, well, you know, they, they do try to monitor that. The state hasn't done the big stings like they do on restaurants and bars. The state hasn't done, um, the audits. And so it's just not seen as as big a problem. And so they haven't needed legal counsel quite as
0: much. Is there less regulation surrounding it too?
5: You know, I, I really don't know how much each, again, cause when I, I can speak to the state because it's one state, but when you say less regulation around that, it's like, well, I know Salt Lake's pretty good about sending their cops out, but I don't know how well does any other city do these things. Does Kearns have a dedicated force or do they go out once a year and call it good? I I, I don't know. I do know that it hasn't been as prevalent or as visible.
0: Speaking of the off premise stuff. Can can you tell me why every Walgreens I've ever been to always has drunks hanging outside of it? <laughs> because they're all by liquor
2: stores oh. it, and it doesn't matter. It
0: doesn't matter if they're by liquor stores or not. It hasn't happened so far to the one up here. I mean, we've had which is crazy weird cuz there's a liquor store right there. We've had crazy people steal fire trucks and bring them to that Walgreens, <laughs> but I don't know, but
5: I will say I've noticed that less and less since Walgreens stopped selling cigarettes.
0: Oh, oh. That's, that maybe that's got something to do with it. I there's it a difference was weird.
5: between you know coincidence or causation, but I'm I'm leaning towards causation on yeah. that one.
0: Yeah, I think hmm. I, I didn't think about that, but yeah, I just every time Walgreens just, doesn't matter what city I was in, there's always <laughs> drunk dudes <laughs> hanging out with brown
3: bags outside of the Walgreens. Hey, not
4: Maybe in it's Saratoga so- Springs.
3: <laughs> I'm sure it's soda, <laughs> some good soda.
0: <laughs> um.
4: I want to know how you what made you decide that this was going to be your focus once you became Cause she was trainer. a bartender forever
1: <laughs> I know,
4: but sometimes i would be like okay i scooped ice cream for two years so like i really just
5: don't need a lot of ice cream now you know like oh, i heard there's an ice cream college class that you can go take on the East um, yeah that's 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 a that's oh. a dream vacation right there like to make just go get
0: it? schooled yeah you could go up to Utah state, they do ice oh, cream yeah, stuff. Oh yeah,
5: you could do there. that. They All have right, a great guys. creamery there. I'm there. We're going to hook
4: I'm you up there. with that.
0: Take a summer creamery course. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
5: um, my foray into alcohol law came when I started my first job at a law firm right out of the law school, U of U, yay. Um, go and use. they had a client who is a national franchise they were doing all their business stuff and they i was the only person who drank who was not a member of the LDS church and so they pulled me in as a first year associate but with someone who as someone who knew a little bit just about like liquor like i just understood <laughs> this is why i can i could i could talk to the client and say this is why you can't have taps out front like you do in every other state. This is this is why things are the way they are here. And um, I worked at that law firm for a year. And then Christensen and Jensen asked me to come over there. And I was able to take that client with me. And I just kind of grew from there. It was it was being able to speak that language and to have that you know i I did bartend and I kind of knew that, and it's not something that a lot of people do and um, I put some time and effort into saying this is something this is something I want to do, and sought it out, and it just kind of grew from there i I do practice and you're like one of
4: a kind pretty much I think
5: there's <laughs> like one other
4: that I know in the state of Utah that practices is there's same. a
5: few other there's some great people that I um you know sometimes you do conflict out of something if i am if I have a client who is selling a license i try not to represent also the person who's buying it
0: and so I need to. <laughs> so you got a point them elsewhere. I, I, mean. I do
5: I, and, and that's great because that's the best way that I think there is to operate just like I said having the good relationship with the people at the DABC. and want to have good relationships with the other attorneys who do the same thing because you need to be able to. It's always better if you can work with somebody even if you don't agree with them. I'm sure you guys always agree on everything <laughs> here right? Always.
0: I just interrupt people when I don't agree. <laughs> I think it's cool
4: to be able to represent something that I mean, is talked about. There's probably not a week that goes by in a year that utaliker laws are not talked about, and how cool to be able to be involved. And
5: that's true. I do. I do have a try to. I try to tweet at least once a week, and I have never not. I've never lacked for something to tweet about. (laughs) It's it's definitely always either in our news or, you know, it's always fun to see what they come up with nationwide. Like today, social acts got their license. <laughs> that was a hard thought. I, I mean, that I was the that commission. It was the commission was hot, hot bench trying to get their to heads
4: one behind was the vote,
5: it. So you can
4: mm-hmm. throw access yeah. and drink.
0: Sweet. Oh, <laughs> I somehow think that that's yeah. a
2: problem.
1: <laughs> I think <laughs> I mean, that
3: was the struggle. The liquor commission. I mean, had. I want
2: to. I, I want to be all f- <laughs> for it, but.
3: As long as or the magic mic mobile doesn't show up yet.
2: Okay. <laughs> That's true. Well, their argument's <laughs> got
3: to be, well, you can drink in a bowling alley.
5: That is exactly what they that said. Was they, it was, are, are bowling balls sharp, though?
3: They're no, heavy. they the blunt objects.
5: The license that they were looking <laughs> for is... Uh, a recreational license, which means you have to prove that you are similar to such entities as so a bowling, li- a bowling alley. So. Throwing
3: axes is like bowling. Just arch- it, they, they, they do have the
5: big lanes, mm-hmm. yeah. and you you, you are not allowed straight. You're not allowed to drink and throw an axe, you do have to, like,
0: go back no, and sit down messy. and you drink have to have bowl your bowl beer. You have, to do
2: that for, you have to do that for bowling. You're mm. not allowed to drink and throw the ball at the same time. Yeah, they, they frown upon you taking <laughs> beverage onto the
1: lane. <laughs> I see the similarities.
2: I just feel like uh, axes are slightly more I, dangerous I, than bowling I, balls. I have a question
0: uh, about the state regulation in regards to selling malt beverages in grocery stores. Oh, right. So, I didn't I didn't read any news about this, but something changed because there was the whole like, Alka-Pop crap that was going on. Because now I can buy
2: a Mike's at a higher alcohol but, percentage than your beer.
0: No, but <laughs> but now you can go into the grocery store and buy Mike's Hard Lemonade and all these new things that are coming out. But it had to be like out. on an end cap, like, No, no, no. before you couldn't, so you could do it for a while, and they're like, no, I need special labeling, we're only going to sell them in the liquor store, because kids are confusing Mike's hard lemonade with a soda pop, which is not the case.
2: And, Um, you know, they don't get ID'd when they go to purchase it, ever.
0: But now, all of a sudden, a year ago, maybe, maybe two years ago, they start showing up in stores uh, again, and you start to see uh, new ones come in, so the, like, Henry's hard sodas and stuff now, which, straight up, are hard Coca-Cola hard grape soda like how what what changed do you know
5: i know that last year's legislative session there was a big change as far as how many displays you could have um i was in the committee meeting that where that happened and so it's all on the record and this the people are arguing um you know the the grocery stores are not wanting to be restricted to only having You know, they can have the one aisle and then one display of alcohol under the new law. And one of the testimonies was this lady who got up and she was practically crying because she had bought cider and taken it home to her grandchildren. And did not realize, of course, that it was hard cider. Hard cider.
1: When they
2: ID'd her, was that not a clue? I, I don't remember. Well, I mean, really remember getting carded well, for they apple might not. They too. might not ID an <laughs> old lady. But come on, they ID you for <laughs> cough
0: medicine. So
5: that's true. And for I think I got I think I got ID'd a few years ago for um. Oh, for the bitters, when I was buying, like, Or really? something, you know, yes. yeah. fireworks and condoms. I don't know, you know, and, and good on good on them. If you're an employee and you're trying to not get stung, then that's but it, great. But at some
0: point, that onus has to fall on the, the consumer. Like, you can't be that dumb. You have to read.
5: I, I do admit that I was giggling a little bit when I was, <laughs> and I felt bad because you know that she just
3: had no clue what and it was. That her was, grandkids were like, Grandma's the oh, best. No, 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 no. We want to stay at grandma's house again.
4: When I graduated college back east, my family came out and we were at a restaurant and my mom, she had prior talked about like, maybe, maybe I want to like try wine or something like that. You know, my LDS mom and she orders a drink, a Midori melon drink. And I was like, oh, okay. Wow. Like she's... She'd, brand She'd jump right in there. Yeah, that's cool. Like I didn't even think of anything of it until she offered my like, 17-year-old brother a taste. And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> and she was like, but... And I was like, Mom, that's... It tastes that's like a burning. Like, you can't... Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I doubt so, a Midori
0: melon <laughs> cocktail tastes <laughs> like burning.
5: Well, I mean, some people have ordered Long Island iced teas, just not not here in Utah because they don't drink tea, do they? <laughs> um, well, Chris drinks tea. I'm well, not, I mean I'm that was from like
0: here. so. Like Applebee's had an issue where they served like a like a five year old Long Island iced tea. Like I don't know how that happens. Like Put there's a, a cavalcade of errors something. that yeah. happens. But now that's Do why those
4: get to you. Do those <laughs> cases get to you that the I'm restaurants have to be like they, they, they probably have was not errors.
0: errors. Yeah. No, I yeah. was about to say like, that was not. But as a result of those errors, a lot of restaurants like that and like Chili's they now double ID you. So the lady takes your drink orders, like, cool. My managers gonna come by and look at your ID and the come by with this, this stupid little scanner and scans your ID. Because you look six.
2: I just don't care. I I mean, it's it's not that big of a hassle. It doesn't bother me. And maybe it's because I grew up here and I've, I've you know, drink all my life. Like, you haven't drank all your life. And I, like, it's just, it's not a big deal. I just kind of expect it. And when I, I'm prepared for it. And then when they don't ask, I'm like, I've got my wallet out for nothing. I don't think anymore crap I gotta get my wallet out like I just know it's just a thing I I get it's a problem for people visiting maybe like I'm fairly sure I look older than 21 but you can't you can't be sure because my 20 year old daughter she's going to turn 21 in in less than a year she's gonna get carded until she's
0: 45
2: like (laughs) the girl is just not gonna age and and I just told her you know what just I, every time I get carded, I go. It's because I look so young, and it's not. But just it is what it is, people. It's not a big deal. You should have your license with you. You're an adult. Somebody, you're, something can happen. You should have your ID with you at all times. It's true. It's a little. It's it's a little different, and when I come at it from
5: a licensee perspective. Um, it's just it's such a huge deal if you get stung. A lot of my clients. Um, give, give rewards to their servers if they catch somebody. Um, and that's awesome. And unfortunately some of my clients, if they get stung, they immediately fire the employee. That's just part of the, that's just, you know, part of the employee handbook. You just know this is what's going to happen. And when you look at the difference between what happens for the employee, um, if it's a third violation, the employee will You know, it might be their first time selling somebody underage, and they're usually going to get a—they'll get a criminal charge, but it's almost always waived if it's your first—if you're a server and it's your first time doing this. If you're the licensee, if you're the restaurant, and you just had some employee who was not thinking, they could lose their license. Which losing your—you know—liquor license is going to put you out of business.
0: Even—even in this state, um, go go ask Lamb's Grill what happens when you lose your liquor license. Yeah. That that's simple. That was sad. Very sad. Uh, one more question, because I know uh, you're short on time. We ask this of every guest that's on the show. Um, you've you've said you've been in Utah. You choose to be in Utah because <laughs> you like it here. So what's one thing that you would tell someone visiting the state that they had to do before they left?
5: Get up the canyons, get into the mountains, whether it's the summer or winter, or any season, just getting up into those canyons, big or little... Um, yeah, just just getting to experience that and off the road up one of those, you know, side trails whether you're going backcountry or on a resort or just doing a hike. Yeah, getting into the mountains in it so quickly, you're just right there. That's that's what I love.
0: And and that's coming from someone who's from Montana or lived in Montana.
5: I lived in Montana. I'm from
0: Alabama. Oh, oh. Wow. No, so you don't I bet mountains. they
5: have some weird. That's like right. laws. I they,
2: can't say lawyer either. Yeah, see, <laughs>
0: so that's why she didn't say anything when I was saying. <laughs> that. Well,
2: we insh- we insh- insure attorneys, and I just say attorney. Like it's just my. There, how many attorneys? How many? Like it doesn't lawyer doesn't even kind of come into play. You don't see it very often.
5: As long as you don't say counselor, because that's code for jerk. <laughs> <laughs> so, if what do you mean, counselor?
0: <laughs> If people need legal advice or want to get a liquor license or... Which, just a reminder, none of
3: this was legal advice. No, right. it was
0: educational. Uh, and, or they, you know, have a server that has served alcohol to a minor and been caught. Um, how can they get a hold of you?
5: Um, you guys found me over Twitter, which is where I like to, like to hang out. UT Liquor Lawyer. And I'm on Instagram as well. Um, and, you know, you find me under Tanner Leonard. And... Yeah, I'm pretty much the only Tanner <laughs> Leonard. It's a pretty unique name. And yeah, like I said, at Christensen and Jensen, I answer all my emails and tweets as long as there's not a big snowstorm and I'm off
2: skiing somewhere.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Christensen and Jensen, those are pretty common names, though.
2: Very true. <laughs> uh,
1: very are they true. S-E-Ns or S-O-Ns, Jensen? <laughs>
0: it's
2: Christensen e- and Jensen.
1: E- They're
2: both E-Ns.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's the preferred. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Tanner. It's thank, been you. A thank you. This
4: was great, guys. Thanks. That's
0: gonna do it for the night.
4: I hope uh, people learn something from her because I'm sure we could have talked to her for for hours.
0: Yeah. Uh Tanner, thanks again for, for joining us. Um and any one of those subjects could have been its own show. That was like that felt like fifteen minutes to me, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it didn't um, feel
2: very long at all. I kept thinking does that mean we're getting better? Well, I think if she didn't, if she didn't have a
0: time constraint, I'm pretty sure we wouldn't have done anything else for the show Yeah, mm-hmm. um, because I could have could have just kept talking to her about different things. So um, stop putting shit in front of me, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> it's messing me up. <laughs> uh, so you can, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at TNU podcast or go to our website, thenewutah.com. Uh, it's really hard to find that if you found this podcast. So. Um, lots of cool stuff on the blog there. There's two profiles. Um, there's two others that, that aren't done cause we're lazy. Um, I'm not lazy. Please. Technically mine's technically mine's done. I just need to put it up. There. I just
2: Give don't have to answers me. to the questions. You do.
4: Everyone has answers. I don't have answers to the questions. Um,
0: we'll yeah. do it on the air for, her.
4: but Yeah. Let's do it and make it under pressure. Next week, we're doing it.
0: Look at her. She's like, fuck you. That we're doing it. not happening. I
2: need a bio. Don't, You're don't part ruin, of the show. Don't ruin my next week with, with Michael Brent. You are part of the show.
0: <laughs> I won't let him. I'm the guide on this tour. This sultry tour with Jennifer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and her new hairstyle.
0: You did. You did get some, some cuts happening. How was that for you? Was it scary? No. You don't cry when that happens? No, just like it? Samson No. How often do you get your hair cut?
4: I haven't had my hair cut in a long time.
0: This is riveting, by the way, for people. I got, I had my, a,
4: but I did. I got a lot taken off. Yeah,
0: so. you did cut a bit off. So. Thanks for noticing. Um, yeah, uh, that's it. That's all <laughs> I have.
3: That's all I have. <laughs> Good night.
1: Don't kids. be a jerk.